The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Art and Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central killer in A study on the Y killed 290 What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 136 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Uh, a little quick intro uh, for you guys here. Um, I got to do a little housekeeping. Uh, our conversation this week got a little too deep, and we forgot to shout out our sponsor. So uh, right off the top, uh, make sure you go to CavemanCoffeeCo.com and enter promo code AMERICA at checkout to save yourself 15% off your entire order. Um, that helps support the podcast as well as support a really good uh, organization as cavemancoffee.com. Um, and then also, too, make sure you're going to podbelly.com. That is the official network of Art and Jacob Do America, where you can also um, check out some other great podcasts like We're Not Sure Yet, the world-famous Sofa King podcast, as well as podcasts like Nerds on Topic, All Things Star Wars, Hill- Hillbilly Horror Stories. Um, things like that. So make sure you check those things out, um, as well as making sure you're going to uh, the Instagrams, making sure you're going to the Facebooks, making sure you're going to the Twitters, and liking and subscribing to our little dog and pony show. So with that said, everybody, this week we are going to be discussing part two of the New World Order. And <clears throat> this is more of a free-form format, and I kind of forgot to do this last week, but 
Um, straight from Wikipedia, uh, the New World Order is claimed to be an emerging clandestine totalitarian world government by various conspiracy theories. The common theme in conspiracy theories about the New World Order is that a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda, a globalist agenda, is conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian world government which will replace sovereign nation states and all-encompassing propaganda whose ideology hails the establishment of the New World Order as a culmination of history's progress. Hmm. Many influential historical and contemporary figures have therefore been alleged to be a part of a cabal, a cabal, if you will, that operates through many front organizations to orchestrate significant political and financial events ranging from causing systematic crisis, which we get into, uh, to pushing through controversial policies, which we also <laughs> get into, at both national and international levels as steps in ongoing plot to achieve world domination. So, with that said, everybody, I hope I didn't scare you guys off, but enjoy the show. Right, guys, there's something I want to tell you. This whole podcast has been bankrolled by the Rothschild. Anyway, you guys feeling good? Let's do this. All right, so. Ladies and gentlemen, submitted for your approval by the Midnight Society. Submitted for your approval by the Art Jacob Society. I bring you episode two of the New World Order. I am your host. The Jacob Pixon, and to my left is the golden recluse, Mr. Art Trejo. Art, say hello to what's the up, millions. Everybody? Um, what's up, everybody? What's <laughs> up? Art, full of energy, as you as you can see. Uh, but bada bing, bada boom, handsomest man in the room, Mr. Matty Kadri. Hello. Thank How you. How you doing? Thank you for the introduction. Hey, no problem, man. That's Thank right. you, man. So last week we uh, covered uh, the New World Order, and it was it's already one of our top ten most downloaded episodes we have not been shadow banned yet by the uh corporate and powerful elite yet just yet so thank you to everybody that downloaded that episode and thank you to everybody that sent us uh messages you know that i really appreciated that we got some corrections from uh some actual freemasons oh, really? plural, plural, plural uh well one of them gave us like 16 items of <laughs> inaccuracies that we went over through. oh dope but cool, um though. Yeah, I mean, I could read them later, but um, yeah, just m- more or less uh, the most important thing he wanted to stress that Walt Disney was not a Mason. Oh. He was actually a part of a group that was like the Boy Scouts for Masons. I guess it got too busy um, when he got older to actually join the Masons, so he just kind of stopped there. But he was always obsessed with the Masons, oh, hence the right. Club 33 and whatnot. Cool. So, but yeah, that, I thought that was awesome. He was basically saying like anytime we're in Anaheim, because uh, one of the guys that was messaging me, um, really loved the show. He said, yeah, anytime you guys are in Anaheim, just roll through. I'll like, be there Tuesday. Yeah, he said, yeah, so just look him up. I get his number? Yeah, I'll give it to you after the show. So, yeah, so new fan. Don't and go in there by yourself, man. I'll go in there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> this fool has an extensive collection of knives. I don't know if you knew this or not. Oh, that's sick. I want to get into collecting Ooh, knives, me? actually. Oh, this is a regular knives. This will okay. So like when Art is like on his diet and whatnot, like this fool just like eats apples and shit. Like, I do just eat apples with knives. And he has like but these, they're just regular knives. 
No, a regular knife is like the size of like my bird finger. This guy comes in with a fucking machete, like his name's Anunci and shit. Like he's like a machete, like eating fucking fucking apples with knives and shit. Like just like licking the blade, like he just slayed his fucking like Aztec fucking sacrifice on the temple. That's and true. I, I I guess I do have abnormally large knives. You do, but they but they're like steak knives or like cutting knives. They're like meant to like cut big chunks of meat. And are I you just, a butcher? Like, are you build a butcher I'm, over I'm here? I'm Mexican, or what? man. We gotta cut meat. Yeah, <laughs> cut steak. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I could use a smaller knife. It's not the same effect. I mean, I'm not <laughs> offended, but like, I mean, I remember one time, like, I was going over to your house. I think we we're uh, going to play Madden or whatnot. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh man, the door's open, man. Just come in." This fool comes, like, he has a fucking Hattori Hanzo <laughs> knife in his hand, and he's just eating a fucking apple off of it. Yeah. And he had like a little, like, on the tip of it, he had like a little bit of peanut butter as well. So like, when he would slide <laughs> off the knife, like a little bit of peanut butter would like slide onto you, the apple. You as do well. have to be careful. It is, it is tricky. It is a Hattori Hanzo. I can see how some people would cut themselves or avoid the knife thing but I, I like eating it with a knife man it's more pleasant <laughs> it's a gentlemanly yeah. act i still have i have a sword i gotta I got show it to you yeah. to make sure we appraise it right <laughs> <laughs> but uh it isn't a tori hanzo sword oh really it's cool i gotta okay. see how much that's gotta be worth dude like when you're driving downtown i know we're supposed to be talking about the new world order but now that we're on like the topic of like swords and whatnot i was driving downtown you know how, like, as soon as you hit, like, 24th Street and it becomes downtown, there's, like, all these, like, little, like, janky-ass, like, car dealerships? Yeah. Well, one of them, like, was out of business for, like, six months or whatever. And then, like, overnight, like, it turned into, like, a like a jujitsu slash, like, uh, oh, yeah, karate place. Yeah, it's, like, Japanese jujitsu, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, Aikido. Yeah, yeah, and it has, like, a... And it says Japanese sword style. Yep. And, like, it's all see-through. Like, the building's, like, half glass or whatnot. So you can just see in there, like, at 6 o'clock in the morning. And there's, like, all these, like, rows of, like, fucking, like, um, badass Japanese swords and whatnot. And I was like, what's keeping, like, some fucking transient from, like, throwing a boulder in there, (laughs) like, grabbing a fucking ninja sword and going full on Bruce Willis and Pulp Fiction They have samurai armor, too. In the corner, they they have, like, a suit of samurai armor with that badass mask and the helmet. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah, if you look closely, it's, like, in the corner. Dude. That's legit, man. It's badass, yeah. Dude, I'd put that in the back, though. (laughs) It it is. I think it's the back left corner when you're coming off the freeway. Okay. Oh, my God. So, wait, do you go there? No, 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 no. Brazilian you just you just scout yeah <laughs> scout it out huh <laughs> he's part of the foot clan and he's scouting him out yeah, yeah. that's cool <laughs> so anyways last week i really dug like our format um how we kind of just went around the table you know picking a group and whatnot um so i think like we should just do it that way just continue it on uh, the way we were doing last week um i kind of got like into these like rabbit holes where i like had a plan coming into this week where you know, we, we barely touched on Bilderberg. We barely touched on, you know, the Council of Foreign Affairs. We barely, we, we talked about you, the Rockefellers. You've been, you've been on the Council of Foreign Affairs for a while. You want to you start there? I feel like we should start there. You, you've mentioned them a lot. Mm, we can if you want. But I do. I kind of want to start this off with, okay, last week we kind of said, um, like you guys both kind of said that you believe it's one central figure. And, you know, kind of like the emperor from Star Wars. See, I'm starting to believe that because okay. I'm starting. And and one of the one of the one of the things that makes you feel that is because the symbolism behind like a central bank mm-hmm. seems to be pretty universal with whatever country you go to that has a central bank. Mm-hmm. And if the central bank was put into power, it seems like that all seems to trickle back down to the Rothschilds with central banks mm-hmm. and 
you know, we were talking, I think you were taking a poop a little second ago, but um, <laughs> uh, we were talking about how really the only person that's gone full on against the central bank to try to, you know, take it down was Kennedy, mm-hmm. who was assassinated, I think, like six months, five months after he did that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, no one's really questioned at all the federal reserve at all like it's something that we just kind of assume that it's part of the government we just have to live with it now and it's just it's just so part of the united states system even Mm -hmm. though it's not part of the united states at all like yeah yeah, it's it's a weird entity because i mean you do have the you know different federal agencies and they're all a part of you know three branches of government and when you look at the Federal Reserve, that's one of the rabbit holes I went into last week that I never got into. And it's weird because it's part private institution, part government institution, and it's ran a lot like a publicly traded uh, corporation, if you will. But it has like all these different characteristics where it's not where there would be oversight and um, transparency, if you will. Really, it's the, a little weird. The only thing that's like government about it is doesn't the president get to pick the chairman, and that's about it. Mm, there's other elements as well, but it's it like like I was saying, it's not as transparent. Yeah. Like for example, you were texting me about like WWE stock or whatnot. WWE now is a publicly traded organization, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. before it was a private organization just ran by Vince McMahon. Now Vince McMahon is just the chairman of that organization. However, he has to answer to stockholders, shareholders. He has to, you know, there's a board that you know that a lot of things get hashed out or whatnot. So like you know, like more than ever, like what's going on with the business side of WWE. But with the Federal Reserve, you don't really get a lot of that. And that's where I think like a lot of the backdoor shady shit comes from, where it doesn't have that amount of transparency, where it's just like, well, we'll just say that's a part of the government right here. You don't need to know about that. Well, I think most people, like if you ask the average American that mm-hmm. wasn't doing this research on, you know, I think they would say like, yeah, it's part of the government. It's called mm-hmm. the Federal Reserve. It's got the... The logo looks very official. <laughs> yeah. If you look at their website, I think it's a .gov. .gov, yeah. And it's like, how are they getting this .gov? How are they getting this logo? How are they getting like Federal I think Reserve? They, they like, have enough government in them to to be able to get that. But again, it's like one of those things where it's a weird amalgamation of yeah, it's part private entity, part government. Like it's a one of those. Mm-hmm. You guys should make like Art and Jacob .gov. <laughs> we I should. Wonder, oh, yeah. How much do we have yeah, to? Is what there a requirement? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, does somebody in the government want to sponsor us? Maybe that. Has Jacob, probably... you work in the government. That's enough. Jacob works in the government. <laughs> there That's you go. It. Boom. Bada bing. Bada boom. That's it. Dot gov. <laughs> Done. How you doing? I got you. But um, yeah, that is weird. So you want to jump into that? The central banking thing. Well, I mean, yeah, I thought that was the most interesting part of how it was established, and not just established in our country, mm-hmm. but established in many countries. I I don't have the list in front yeah. of me because the list was super long. <laughs> yeah, it was a ridiculously. Originally, I was gonna just copy and paste it and then just read off some of them, but it was so long. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know if yeah, it was like the list know. of ones that don't have it is is shorter. That's than the, the most of, interesting yeah. part because every country that we that doesn't have one is like yeah. c- currently almost getting over tr- overthrown by the yeah. United States mm-hmm. or like Great Britain. So they're not even oil wars, they're banker wars mostly. Pretty much. Pretty much. It mm-hmm. seems like once we get that established of like we're all part of this like I don't want to say it this to me that this is the first step to like if you were going to create a one world government and yeah. we kind of mm-hmm. touched on Bitcoin a little while ago like on yeah. the last episode. Um, where Bitcoin was like the hot new thing. It came out and it it was like the one thing that you could 
was going to bring down a, a, a banking system like this because it's completely yeah. different. Um, and it actually makes more sense. Like, I don't know. Like, th- I saw some theories that some people think that the Federal Reserve doesn't even have money, really. It's just I, like... I, yeah, I doubt it it's does, It's paper. Right? It's yeah. only really backed... Like, our money is only really backed by oil. Like, when oh, you come okay. to think about... Back in the day, you know, your money had to be backed by gold. Gold and silver. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Go- yeah, precious metals mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's something that, you know, if the Germans came and took us over, like, you know, that would still have worth. Now, more or less, like our money like that's why you see so many wars in the middle east since fuck, before we were even born is because now our money essentially is backed by oil mm-hmm. and i think and i apologize if this is incorrect information but what what i remember from economics class is that i believe that um all oil in the world has to be traded with u.s currency yes, which is so in, far right yeah, yeah which is still. administered through the federal reserve yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy because Argentina has like a, or not Argentina, Venezuela has like a ton of a lot of oil, oil mm-hmm. and they don't have a, a central banking system. I thought we do too. We have a lot of oil too, right? We just get it other places. Yeah, it's like so two blocks down the street. Yeah, by oil no, we do. We do. <laughs> I think the United States has a lot of oil we don't use. We just get it from mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense to what you're saying, like to keep it as a reserve. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That um. I don't know. I just I thought that was the most interesting part of it, and they probably deserve their own episode just because their origins are trace so far back banking origins yeah 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 you can go really far back with it depending on what you believe and what's crazy too is it's like this was all done um the documentary zeitgeist has you believe that like it was done secretly you even find that anymore so that's another thing man it fucking bothers the shit out of me so every time we would try to research things and things that i knew were out there at one point scrubbed it's true. Did you watch it? Did you recently watch it? I assume it's like on a third party website if it's still up. The last time I saw Zeitgeist, I believe, is when we did the September 11th episode, which was like a year and a half ago. And I was uh, roughly looking for it. And it's like one of those things you really have to, you know, add duck, duck, go yeah. and try to get or whatever. But there is a lot of fallacies in that documentary. But it does set up a lot of good questions, mm-hmm. um, you know, about about all of this that we're talking about and whatnot, but um, I just lost my train of thought. I apologize. Goddamn. We're talking about the origins of the Federal Reserve. I think. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or banking yeah. origins. So that documentary would have you believe that over, you know, during the Christmas holiday, like where all people are, you know, busy singing carols and baking cookies and fucking, you know, opening presents early on fucking Christmas Eve, you goddamn Mexicans, um, that people you know, were distracted and weren't paying attention to, you know, the Federal Reserve Act that was, you know, done. But this was over a um, about six months worth of, like, legislation. But it ties into what we're talking about, too, because a group of people, and, you know, like I said, I was talking about, like, the Trilateral Commission, um, you know, the, the Commission on Foreign Affairs and, you know, the Bilderberg Group or whatever. They was, it was a group like that that all met on what I believe was called Jekyll Island, Right. Uh If that ain't creepy enough for you, I don't know what is. (laughs) But they all met on Jekyll Island, you know, a group of uh, people of influence, bankers, royal monarchs, you know, obviously politicians to kind of hash out the policy that would be. Now, you would think that, okay, if we're going to have, you know, this type of system, because before this, you know, the um, the monetary system was very unstable, you know, and, you know, we're trying to come up with a solution. You would think that, you know, the politicians or people that. Um, that would be overseeing all of this, they would come together in D.C. They wouldn't all flock to a private yeah. island with a bunch of bankers who yeah. stood to, you know, yeah. profit off of, you know, these um, 
these new laws and whatnot, you know, privately and, you know, away from everybody, you know, yeah, back should be on the news and shit. Like this is what we're, we're discussing what we're going to do with correct. Yeah. Know, life savings. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You're gold backed, you yeah. know, money and, you know, and that all went away. So that's what I think. That's a very good lead in because that, I think that's what I want to make the, the focus of this episode is, is like these people, these politicians, these bankers, these people of influence that gain off of meeting in private and coming up with, you know, domestic and foreign policy. You know, one of the things that I saw when, when I was looking into the Federal Reserve was um, uh, when the uh, when the Great Depression hit, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people blame the Federal Reserve like they could have fixed it almost instantly mm-hmm. um, and they chose not to. They they. Because they can, you know, increase and decrease the flow of money coming in and out of it. And mm-hmm. they chose not to. They took quite some time. I think it was like six years before they actually, like, chose to do anything about it. And to me, that that's already, like, this, how can, first of all, at this point, it's definitely not a government agency. Like, yeah. it, it becomes more entangled with the United States after mm-hmm. the Great Depression. But at this point, I think they really flexed, flexed their muscle on the United States, saying, like, we could fix all your problems right now. But we're going to go ahead and let you suffer for a while. Eat shoes and stuff. People were eating their shoes. Yeah, the leather yeah, off yeah, the shoe. Was, oh, yeah. There was no... Like, it was <laughs> bad. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine that happening now. Like, it fucking... fucking but people nuts. think it can't. I feel like there's always a chance of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I like, guarantee like, there's a chance yeah, of that yeah, coming yeah. back. Like, we, we're so accustomed to thinking of the United States as a superpower we're untouchable. That, we can just yeah. go to McDonald's whenever we want or whatever. But yeah. No. I mean, as soon as you raise gas prices, you know, people, you know, it throws everything yeah. off. You know what I'm saying? So just one drop in the bucket like that... Mm. Um, it kind of reminds me of Game of Thrones. Like, remember, like, they, you know, the the crown, you know, they were in debt to, you know, the Lannisters, and then they started going to the Iron Bank. That's what that kind of reminded me yes. of, which is, like, on another continent, you know, where they have to borrow money yes. from. And if they don't do that, you know, like you just they'll said. They'll come for you. Yeah, they'll come for you with, uh, you know, the Golden Army or whatnot. Mm. And that's, like, one of the things, too. Like, yeah, we have enough money to make all your problems go away, but what are you going to do for us kind of yes. thing? And I think that's what... Um, a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that, yeah, you know, these, these families, um, you look at like the Rockefellers, you look at, you know, Carnegie, these people that, you know, hold so much wealth. I believe like one family held like 1% of all of, you know, the nations or even the world's like whole, you know, monet, you know, money, you know, that's, which is a lot for a a fucking world that holds 6 billion people, you know, one family. Right. And, you know, they have enough money to make all the problems go away, but, aside from charity and goodwill why else would they do it something has to come back to them Mm -hmm. why would they bankrupt themselves just to help you know that's kind of like how you see when we when we go into these banker wars and we go take over a country and we install like our you know the term puppet dictator yeah like just some american puppet that sits there or yeah usually it's an american puppet like that's kind of like what you're saying is like well Mm -hmm. what do we get out of it we'll go in there and we'll give you our like our freedom or whatever you want Mm -hmm. and then you just sit there and make decisions on our behalf yeah and like you see it destabilizing a lot of countries in south america africa and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's nuts because that's what it is yeah we go there and we give them like our our freedom the fed or whatever yeah our (laughs) money and then it's funny because didn't didn't we do that? I think if I want to say like in Afghanistan, like we put one of like Bush's friends in there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes, and, yes. <laughs> yeah and then his brother, I don't know if that guy's still the president. And then his brother was like head of like the opium dealing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's of great. course, right? It's obvious. Um, but I mean, going back to the Federal Reserve, like you know, we talked about John F. Uh, Kennedy, and he did the um, I think it was Executive Order Number One 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 Zero, where he was basically going to go ahead and just 
get rid of yeah the federal reserve was going to be like no more like the united states was going to be in charge of of distributing their own money their own funds at this point and then like after he did that he dies five months later Mm -hmm. like assassinated and and that's you know there's so many speculations about like what killed him Mm -hmm. but i I feel like that's a pretty big one because as soon as his vice president which you would think they would be on the same page on goes and like gets rid of that and all of a sudden like the federal reserve is back in power yeah like i was looking that up too because yeah you bring up a good point about lyndon um johnson where i always thought that too like you see the memes of fucking obama and biden like being like homeboys you know like ready to gang bang on trump like in 2016 or whatever and then you look at you know um ronald reagan and you know the first george bush you know you think like oh okay they're just best buddies that just got elected to be president and vice president right but like no like it's, it was a strategic way because Lyndon Johnson was like an older Democrat and it was a way to get in, help him get into office. Yeah, the mob had a lot to do with it as well. But, you know, him being like a new progressive, he still needed, you know, old Democrats to get on that ticket as well. So Lyndon was like that old Southern uh, Democrat, which is kind of a very conservative. Because yeah. um, at one point, like Republicans and Democrats, they're on opposite sides of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah, didn't they say Democrats started the KKK? I don't know if that's a true thing. Kind of. Isn't that like what people say when mm-hmm. they want to like bag on Democrats is like the KKK is the yeah. Democrat? I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but uh, let's just throw that out there. Yeah, that's a future episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. was, well, that's kind of going like way back. Like Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. But he had and, very progressive views. Yeah. Yes. They just kind of flipped over time. I mean, mm-hmm. you're just calling like an apple a different exactly, name. Exactly. It's, it's just a tag, like a title. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Correct. So, yeah, it was a lot of that. Like he was like a transitional Democrat, if I guess you could say. And so like he w- he was more or less to be in bed with these bankers. Wasn't there something about Abe Lincoln? You said Abe Lincoln. I vaguely remember that he was also fighting against the central bank and that the oh, South and that the South was like taking loans from a central bank. And so basically they were backed by. The, the central but yeah i was just talking to somebody about that the other day about how like not only was he trying to end slavery which is cool but i think he was also like against the idea of a central bank really yeah, so i pretty, think so pretty, too, yeah. pretty good president i do i, I do yeah. i do think i believe that i saw something yeah, on that, I saw yeah. some, ah, I so basically i just want to say like, aren't jacob support central banks <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 before we get any deeper do any of you like want to commit suicide this no, week? no, no, no. i'm good i support central banks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i believe they are the way to go yeah it's so funny like um i was listening to uh, the fight companion on uh, joe rogan's podcast and like I guess like somebody said like fuck the queen or whatever, yeah. and then like Rogan was like, you hey. know what, queen, I apologize, I support your um, yeah. stance on you know legal legalizing marijuana. So hey, you know like I don't, you know I'm not trying to suicide myself. Like yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was. Hilarious. I think the queen is more powerful than we think. Yeah, there was a good quote from Nathan Rothschild about the the city of London financial uh, department. It said, uh, "I care not what." puppet is placed upon the throne of england to rule the empire on which the sun never sets the man who controls britain's money supply controls the british empire and i control the british money supply and that's nathan rothschild yeah so that's their central bank and what's crazy about the rothschilds too is like i know we touched on it last week where amschel rothschild who's basically the one that you know started the whole dynasty i mean they were an influential family before you know and they were the what, what did you say like at the beginning before we started the episode the jew oh the banking jew the yeah. banking jew yeah so i was looking into them a little bit more uh where and i'll get into this too because i want to touch on the religious aspect of the new world order and whatnot um but 
you know, most of Europe, you know, during, you know, the medieval times, you know, they were mostly, it was like uh, Catholic or Christian, I guess you could say. Yeah. So it was illegal, you know, f- to lend out loans with, um, with interest, you know, it was illegal per, you know, Catholic or Christian law or whatnot. And it still is in Islam too. Yeah. They can't charge interest. But, you know, the Jews, you know, they could, you know, and that's not me being anti-Semitic, but that, that was really like, no, no, that was yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. And so the Jews, because they had that in their system, they were exiled, you know, outside of every kingdom um, to a specific alley. And that's where you get like the Rothschild's name, because I believe you touched on it last week. Their sign, you know, you didn't you didn't have addresses. You just had like a sign that was in front, like Goldschmidt was just like a gold ball or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Rothschild literally like translates into Red Shield. Mm -hmm. And like that was the house that, you know, all the Jews were um, secluded basically to what's called a ghetto. And it was always just like one alley outside of the gates of the city. And eventually, um, you know, they uh, were so good at handling the money that, you know, some of the monarchs that would come in were like, hey, I want you to handle my finances and whatnot. And so that's how you end up getting, you know, people like, you know, Nathan Rothschild, you know, having, you know, this influence Uh, because then, you know, the royals, you know, the monarchs or whatever, they, you know, make them nobles and whatnot. And they become a part of (laughs) the monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. I just stumbled upon the Illuminati website. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and join it. They have a join the Illuminati page here. I'm gonna Is it go Illuminati ahead. like N A U G H Illuminati like they're just naughty kids. <laughs> Alexis Texas is gonna be out next week. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and sign up. See what happens. Okay. I good. wish I had merch. Where's the merch at, dude? You know what I was uh, uh, looking at too last night. Like last night was the big UFC fight, Connor versus Cowboy or whatever, and they had Dave Batista. Like they were interviewing yeah. him on the side. Oh, he, had he that looked tat. high, huh? Yeah, he, yeah. He had like that big, like fucking Illuminati tattoo, yeah. like on his chest, and when I was like, "What the fuck is up with that?" <laughs> He's an enforcer for them, probably. Yeah, hey, I don't. Hey, I would not fuck with Illuminati if Batista did that. Motherfucker's gonna do a Batista bomb through a table and one. <laughs> Did you guys look into any of like the the more ancient stuff and how it relates to the modern thirteen families like not, that? Yeah, go ahead and go into that. Because for me, I'm not religious, and and but every time I start looking into this, this stuff, like this, my my brain just wants to go towards like since I was a kid, just like that there is like a good side and an evil side, and that it's just yeah. a cosmic battle. Like I even think that the word jihad in in like in Islam is uh, actually like an internal struggle inside of you. Uh, between good and evil it's mm-hmm. not just like like blow up your enemies like i mm-hmm. think that's like a corrupted term but i think that like really there's like a cosmic struggle of good and evil and so that's kind of like i looked into that a little bit more for this one than like the banking families and stuff because mm-hmm. that's what i was drawn to for some reason the mystic crazy shit like uh like uh, a lot of it went to uh do you guys look at the guy france springmeyer no. no he's like an old author and he's a pretty like christian guy mm-hmm. you know so that's like his take on it. But he says that those 12 families come from the 12 tribes of God. Or and, Abraham? Yeah, Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, but the 12 families are a corruption of that. Mm-hmm. So he said that like when the devil was cast out or whatever, and I'm not saying I believe this, but. No, that's just, okay. And yeah. he said like when the 12, uh, well, no, when, when the devil was cast out, right, by God or whatever, he came to earth and he basically like, uh, like, set 12 bloodlines loose mm-hmm. and then the and then the 13th one because there's 13 in the illuminati the 13th one 
is the Merovingian bloodline. Mm-hmm. You guys look at that one? No. That, that one is, I've heard that name before. That one is supposed to be the seed of Satan and Jesus mixed. Oh, oh wow. Because it the goes anti- into that. The Antichrist or something? Yeah, or? yeah, like that. And I was even talking to somebody that was like a religious studies major, and they were saying that like uh, that there is a lot of like uh, scholars that think that mm-hmm. Jesus did have kids and Jesus did like was more yeah. more normal, you know, like that's not so far-fetched. With Mary Magdalene and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And so that's what the 13th bloodline is, they say, is like Jesus and Satan. <laughs> and so it goes from it goes from that, and then he just kind of like set them to the world to just take over everything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you want to look at it from that far back, then it starts way further than just like banking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're absolutely right too, because I, I, this week a lot of the um, the uh, rabbit holes I went down was more religious. Like yeah. you, you think about it. Like, yeah, you can control someone's money. And I oh, I put down, like, motives of, you know, what would be the motives of, like, a one-world government or the New World Order. And it's, you know, one would be, you know, population control, you know, to that, control people. That's a big people. thing that they say, yeah. Yeah, population control. Uh, one world is easier to organize. And, and, you know, and we were talking about, you know, the fight companion, you know, earlier uh, before Ara got here. Mm-hmm. And um, Brian Callen, he was like basically, he's so like totally Mainstream. like, yeah, he's like, no, this isn't Whatever's on even the possible. Yeah. yeah. He said that, you know, it's so, it'd be so hard to organize, you know, they would have to be the most organized people of all time, which I kind of agree with in, in a way. And just to make a one world government would make everything so much easier yeah. to um, organize. And then also to have control over people, um, you know their Wait, their finances. Would, would it make things so much easier? Because I feel like, well, well if you have all these sovereign nations, yes. Because if you had all these sovereign nations that had all these different laws and rules and whatnot, it'd be harder to organize. You know, basically for profit yeah. or power. Because Nobody would be okay with you coming in and taking their resources and stuff because it'd be their people's resources, mm-hmm. right? Like if you actually cared about the people you rule over, nobody would be okay with them like using your people for you know like like slaves or or, mm-hmm. or taking mm-hmm. what's good like switzerland country. would have like a different yeah. set of rules other than you know uh italy that, yeah. that you know and if you were you know a part of the illuminati or the new world order or whatnot like it would be hard like well okay it's where it's going to be a fight over here in italy where it's going to be easier here in switzerland but if you have a one world government and you just like okay one rule applies to everything so it's easier for them to organize so that's why i i could see that and, and if you yeah. start it from ancient cultures then mm-hmm. it makes even more sense because yeah if you just tried to make those clubs now like nobody would be like cool but if they're related from you know back when we don't even know about it mm-hmm. then it'd be a lot easier and and that's another thing we're talking about how like yeah the, whatever the Rothschilds maybe they're Jews or whatever maybe they're not mm-hmm. but if and you said you were going to talk about that CIA document later mm-hmm. but if you start looking at the 13 families they're not all Jews like no. not all of them there's a Lee family and they're responsible for a lot of the communism mm-hmm. uh you know in China and stuff like that so it really seems like they would have tried to get their hands in everything it's not just like Jewish banking mm-hmm. like there is a lot of anti-semitic stuff oh yeah totally like that's a like, lot that's like, a big thing you see is yeah. like there's a lot of anti-semitism there's a lot of racism yeah. it's a it's a lot of like conservative fear and then, like I said last week, how there's like these four different quadrants, like 
you know, this new world order conspiracy, like there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, based like in, you know, conservative uh, uh, fear and whatnot. Christianity too. Christianity, uh Catholicism. And then there's the left side of it where it's concerned with, you know, corporate, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, relaxation of uh, oversight and regulation where that's that's a part of the new world order. So it's like these amalgamations of these different, you know, sides of the spectrum where it's just like there's different fears. And then it's kind of been happening for like the last 200, 300 years where it all kind of like just melts together as one narrative. Mm -hmm. And my theory is, is like the people that actually are in control, they're like, okay, let them believe that narrative because it distracts them from what's really going on. Like let them believe that it actually matters. Mm, That Beyonce and Jay-Z are part of the Illuminati and whatnot. I could see that. I mean, everything seems to be like a magician's trick where like Mm -hmm. you're paying attention to one thing when in reality, like what the other hand is doing is the most important thing. Correct. Yeah. And um, one of the other motives I was looking at for, like, the New World Order. Now, I'm not saying I believe this at all, but it's one of those ones that, you know, the conservative conspiracies, a lot of these are based on is that it's all a part of a spiritual occult. Dude, I did see a lot of things from, like, Pat Robinson. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, Pat, yeah. So, like, Pat Robinson, I thought, was had some of the most interesting things to say about it. Yeah, he actually has a book called The Rise of the New World Order. Yeah. And just right up front, he plagiarized like a lot of conspiracy theorists, um, you know, conservative conspiracy theorists, you know, going back to like the 1600s or whatever. He kind of all put them all together, but he is um, a preacher, Pat Robertson, for the 700 Club. Um, he's somebody that, you know, George H.W. Bush, he's been buddies with, you know, George W. Bush, he's been buddies with, Ronald Reagan, he was buddies with. Every five years, he's predicting like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. saying that Trump. He was the guy that was said that Trump was sent down by God to implement all these policies Amen. because because <laughs> he believes that Obama was the Antichrist and whatnot. And he's a part of a movement called the End Timers, where he where he says in his book he goes the rise of a one world conspiracy is being guided by Satan to fulfill the prediction uh, predictions of premillennial Christian eschatology. Okay, I'm probably fucking butchering that word, but oh well, it might fuck just it. be a made up word anyways. I feel Maybe. like sometimes they just hmm. make shit up. <laughs> yeah, viewing it as a sign of the end times nearing. Now, if you read the book of Ezekiel or Daniel or the main book that talks about, you know, the end of the world, which is Revelation. You know, this is where, you know, um, Satan, you know, comes with the Antichrist and the false prophet uh, to bring to bring down hell upon that world. And he believes that, you know, people in the elite have sold their soul to Satan for power and are pawns in a supernatural chess game, like Maddie was talking yeah. about, uh, to move humanity to a utopian world government which is really a dystopian government led by an unholy trilogy of Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Now, many people over the last, like, 500, 600, 700, 2,000 years have been named, you know, the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. It's whatever's, like, the hot name, really. Yeah. You said Revelations, but do you know that Revelations, up until not too long ago, was read as history? Mm -hmm. So, like... Now we read it as like, this is how the end of the world's going to look. Mm-hmm. But up until, oh, it was in my notes for last time. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah, so you're saying until, like, like it had already yeah, happened. Yeah. Up until not too long ago. I, I don't even want to guess the date, but it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. People read it as like, what happened? 
not oh, wow. not what's going to happen. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, that's I a newer that. interpretation. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. yeah. Okay, yeah, that, which makes sense because there was a whole you know movement where everything got reorganized, like within the church. Mm. We kind of touched on it with our Black Pete episode, where you know, like the original you know, guy. origins of uh, Christmas, yeah, yeah. Uh, of Christmas, you know, are kind of stolen from uh, you know Norse mythology mm-hmm. and whatnot. But you know, there was a reorganization of the church, and even Eddie Bravo, I. I keep talking about like that fight companion on Joe Rogan's podcast, but even Eddie, Eddie Bravo brought up, brought up the point about how um, I, I want to say it was Nero um, or um, or Constantine uh-huh, uh-huh. was actually a pagan. Yeah. And you kind of touched on it last week where we were talking about like, well, we're just going to uh, say that, you know, your traditions are our traditions oh, yeah. too. And kind of oh, just marry the two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're just like you. And now Is you it? come up with the Holy Roman empire, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. So yeah, a lot of people were uh, supposed to be, you know, the, the antichrist, which was, you know, Constantine, Nero, various popes, um, Mikhail Gorbachev, you know, I'm sure we'll get into like the cold war and whatnot. Um, Bill Gates, Napoleon, um, uh, the Rockefeller family, um, hell, even Michael Jordan was uh, accused of being like Hitler. the Antichrist. Hitler, 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 Hitler was a big yeah, one. Yeah. Mussolini, not um, Trump though. Nope, Trump is uh, the savior. So w- one thing I just keep struggling with, and you you brought up like you know the idea of a one world government having like the same rules in every country. Mm-hmm. So at that point, that's a total like dictatorship, right? This mm-hmm. is this is not. I mean, that in no way makes because it's like you look at the United States, and like, we can you know. Laws that work in California aren't necessarily going to work in like Texas. Ca- yeah, I was in like Kansas or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more conservative. There's different religions around the world. There's more like, I mean, we are getting closer to the point where if, if that were to happen, right, mm-hmm. we would be going to a place where it's like religion is outlawed or something like yeah, that. Like, we'd be going to a place like the Matrix, though. Like, yeah. like you would just be like a battery, like a worker. Like you'd be the guy in the tub. With like the things that yeah, like there wouldn't be a like Texas is more conservative or California's because there would be no you would just be like a, a number. Yeah, and that's I a think. part of the conspiracy though too. Is like again, which on the we right kind of already are. I mean, we are our social security number. Yeah. We mm-hmm. are like that's it. That's what you're labeled as. Yeah. Like you're a debt slave, yeah. pretty much. Like, like the you, minute you, you're born into the system, you're born into the the banking system. You don't yeah. have a choice. You no. didn't have. Mm-hmm. You didn't choose that bank. You, you were already just born into debt. it. Yeah, you were born into like slavery basically if you don't have credit then in the yeah. united states then good luck you better be like well off rich if, if you're poor you're in debt if you're rich you're in debt yeah. like some of the smartest people doctors and lawyers and stuff they're in debt for a long time mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean and then once they're out of debt and they pay off their loans they get into more debt because they think they need benzes and bentley's and stuff yeah. and then, so it's like a circle of debt i, yeah. I, I think that the debt part is the part that i, yeah. I thought was really interesting like not to keep going back to the federal reserve but that system of debt like the fact that it's a relatively like it was viewed as evil at one point. That's yeah. why it was like only Jewish people can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that we like full on embrace it as yeah. like an Amer- American culture and like almost a worldwide culture now where it's like we have credit cards, we have, we're in debt. Like you're paying off your car, you're paying off your home. You're like constantly in debt. Like mm-hmm. you'll always be that slave. Like you'll never be able to like really quit your job. We have like, that's, that's getting like super political, but for the most part, like we are kind of like, in a weird way, like slaves to the yeah. system. Not everyone. There's You'll some... never be able to like be like, oh, I like to work with wood. So what I do is I make wood and then people trade me for their goods and services yeah. and then go off of like person to person exchanges and stuff. No, it, it's like always a higher power. And I think mm-hmm. that that's important like to, for us, you know, for the majority of people to see a Jay-Z or to see like a Floyd Mayweather or whatever, like to see mm-hmm. those big personalities where it's like, 
man, like that's the American dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Better but go are you happy? But are they happy? Though? Yeah, no, yeah. but but even that, it's like I think it's important for like the comic folk, you know, the the dude that's in debt, that's like whatever, like to see that, to strive to, like, for that, to strive for that, and to see that, like, man, because otherwise it would be like I think for the average folk, not for everyone, but there is a majority of people that are very bougie and very materialistic and like really idolize that stuff mm-hmm. and i think that that's what we've been trained to even that's a whole different thing but we've been trained especially in america like america's so materialistic like oh yeah we idolize like every other day there's a new phone that comes out you have to have the new phone you have to have the new tv you have to like technology for the most part doesn't really age. it it i guess it ages well in the sense that oh, a computer that you could buy three years ago is probably going to be like that was costing like 900 dollars is probably like 400 dollars mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. but it's still like a great computer but the fact that you're getting sold on the fact that you need a new one, not that your old one's bad. There's just there's a new one. Like, Man, I yeah. feel like it's even going into like people's own bodies though. Now you see, I think probably mostly with women though, but now you see like it's even a like a status symbol to how much shit you can do with your face. Yeah. Like you see young <laughs> yeah. girls, young like Kylie young Jenner, women, yeah, and they don't look like how they look They're naturally. Supposed to, yeah, yeah. It's like even that is a status symbol now to like alter your your. Your, now your, your face physical. is in debt. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> your lips, your butt. Yeah, <laughs> and it is like, yeah, you see that, and it is weird because you look at somebody like Kim Kardashian, and it's just like the whole thing is like, okay, I'm gonna put all my emphasis like on my behind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, I'm sure all three of us, we like a good, nice, big butt. You know what I'm saying? But at the same yeah, time, but she was fine before. I think exactly. Wasn't she already like she looked better when she was just normal. Yeah, I think. And then you look at her and you're like, wow, that's that's that doesn't look right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's something that's and it's all a facade. You to you know that's the family but, that but we're gonna you, put out into you, the media that, to make to make people, people want that. Like, yeah, like to make people want to have that. that yeah, bullshit. you know, like that. People are striving towards that. Correct, and, and they want that, and they're like, I need to get that big Kim Kardashian booty so I can have you know the nice trophy husband that's gonna buy me this and buy me this purse and whatnot. And like you said, it feeds into that. Don't, beast. You, don't you think though? Most people are like. Uh, are overly optimistic and that and that the amount of people that actually join that club it's why people vote for politicians that don't have their best interest at heart because they think like okay i'm not donald trump but one day i'll be that rich mm-hmm. and, and i'll be i'll be in his club and not only and so that like they or, think- or, or any politician that doesn't put your best interest forward it's you kind of just let them screw you in hopes that one day you'll be like Kim Kardashian. Or they'll screw the people that you don't want to be associated with yeah, like yeah. you see a lot of that like like me and my girlfriend were out to dinner on Friday night and we liked the people watch, you know, to oh, put yeah. it, to put it nicely. And we saw like this family, like in front of us, you know, a Mexican family. And I was just like, I know they're Mexican, but they're not acting, you know, I mean, this sounds super racist, but like, they're this not acting already going to sound super racist, but they're not acting very Mexican. They're acting very Trump supportery, you know, like we're like, they're treating like the, the waitress like shit, you know? And it's just like, yeah. I bet you that guy, like, you know, he's probably second generation Mexican, you know, I'm sure his parents like were working in the fields. And now like he like feels that because he has like a nice oil field job, like he can start treating people like shit, you know? And it was a very nice, you know, you know, expensive restaurant, but it was just like, Man, like, who? How do you get into that mindset? And you know, you can tell everybody was materialistic. The, it's like entitlement. Yeah, it, correct. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like you can tell, like, just looking at him, like, yeah, I bet you he wants the wall built, even though like he was on the other side of it, like not too long ago and whatnot. Uh, and I, like you said, like about like politicians, like they'll vote for people that don't have their best interests at heart because they want to disassociate with, yeah. you know, that former you know lifestyle to be like in the cool kids club, the elite, if you will. Yeah. 
I do think you're not part of that club. You mm-hmm. never will be, mm-hmm. like, most likely. I think that just even that though, like the douchey part of it, like mm-hmm. that American psycho, that's that's not a liberal or conservative thing at all. This no. is an American thing. Correct. Yeah. Like I, Western I've, I've thing, met yeah. like full on like liberal people that are like you would think that they would be very progressive thinking, but they're total dickheads. Oh, oh and also with the liberal people is like yeah, definitely both both uh, Democrat and Republican, they have their own way of doing it, right? I feel like the, like a lot of liberals, a lot of like, uh, not a lot of liberals, but a lot of certain types of liberals, they're very fake in their like, uh, in their... Well, because it's what's cool. giving, and they're, it's, like, yeah. it's like they're very happy, like... They broadcast it. Yeah, and I even know for a fact that a lot of them, they say one thing, and then they vote another way. Oh, yeah. They vote to protect their money and their mm-hmm. thing, but in public... They like to be, you know, like Johnny Liberal. I love everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, I don't, I don't know that. You, I don't. Yeah. You guys know that uh, Martin Scarelli guy, the guy. Oh, he, the guy that buy oh, like the that. AIDS oh, pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody hates him, and everybody's like, he's just like this really hated personality, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of like the way like society's built. It's built to like hate this one guy, like this one personality, and yeah. like. I feel like everything about him, like he, you know, he was like a poor guy, like not, you know, he he talks about how he kind of came up in the system and like kind of made his millions in pharmaceuticals and things like that. But really it's like the guy, he is not the problem. No. The problem is the system, exactly. the system that allowed him to do this. And like nobody argues the system. We're just so blinded by these like personalities, like the the one guy that bought the rub me the wrong way, yeah. like. Because it's a person. It's so much yeah. easier and to like be bothered. Douchey, so it's mm-hmm. easy to hate him. Yeah it's, yeah, it's easier to be bothered by that person that we can see. But the system itself is the problem. It's the same with the wars we go to. It's like they give you a bad guy. They give you like Bin Laden. And then you're like, all right, well, he does suck. So we can just go over there and but fuck that everything fa- up. But the Bin Laden family is a part yeah. of the same yeah. like like Bilderberg fucking, yeah. um, I, what's it and, called? And they, and they don't group. criticize the system that put but, those guys out there. Yeah, like, like those extremists guys clerics and stuff like that i mean they're like raised in saudi arabia they're taught in saudi arabia they're raised there they're they study there to become like that and then they go out into the world and then they attack us and stuff and it's yeah. like we're the biggest funders of those guys correct and like, like the carlisle group you know like that's like the bin laden in the bushes yeah, were yeah, a part yeah, of that yeah. you know and then we put a face like okay yeah. bin laden is you know a, you know public enemy number one and it's just like okay but who was holding their hand the whole yeah. time you know what i'm saying and then to kind of bring this back to the topic, it's just like, okay, these are the people that are meeting in secret, like, you know, yeah. the Bilderbergs and whatnot, or even like, you know, the Vatican, if you want to say. Yes. And they make all the policies that, you know, affect us day to day. Yeah. And they don't care about like the average Marine or whatever like that, because if they did, they wouldn't, they would use them for good, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think we need military and stuff to protect the country. Oh, yeah. There are legit, like, bad, crazy people and stuff. But like, yeah, if, if they gave a shit, if they were just politicians that we elect to represent us, if that's what they were, if they weren't part of a bigger evil, I think they would take those decisions more seriously. But it just doesn't seem like they do. Since what, Vietnam, maybe more than that? Oh, probably more yeah, than more. that, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, earlier than that. But, um, you know, I know like religion's not really viewed as a secret society, but like... Well, the Catholic Church, yeah. definitely. The Vatican, like, um, I know there's like catacombs of just miles and miles and miles of books underneath the Vatican of just like, yeah, they said that like you could go down there for the rest of your life from the day you were born, you know, to the end of your life. And you would not be able to even look at every uh, book or scripture that they have down there. And like, there's a lot of secrets in there too. Like there's conspiracies that, you know, they're hiding 
um, you know, you know, books of the Bible that would contradict, you know, the narrative that they have here. Because if you look at like the Catholic Church, um, you know, and just churches in general, you know, I, I don't know how it works with like Islam or Judaism or whatnot, but like you're you're trained from a very early age to give ten percent of your gross income oh, yeah. to the church. It's called a tithe. And it's supposed to be like a generous um, tribute to God, if you will. And there's a lot like the like mo- God cares about your money. Like, yeah. I, I always think that yeah. stuff like that like just really bothers me. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's already like a stepping stone to like getting people trained to to do things. Like yeah. to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Like like go to this church. This church is probably like more expensive than your own home. And like oh, everyone's yeah. homes put together. Like you've seen the bad. Just the jewelry he wears is more yeah. expensive than my home. You know what I mean? Correct. While you're <laughs> fucking the, hungry. Yeah. And I mean, you look at, I mean, televangelism is like took a page out of this book and amplified it and whatnot. But you know, the Catholic church, like speaking of like the new world order, you know, they, you know, they train you from a young age. Hey, give 10% of your income. That's the tithe because it helps keep the lights on here. Yeah. My, meanwhile, the, the altars build out the, of the like Pope's solid a, gold. The Pope's got a G-Wagon. Yeah. Have you seen the Pope wagon? <laughs> the Pope mobile. Yeah, 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 the Pope mobile. It's a yeah. Mercedes G-Class. And they're all decked out. Yeah. They look better than anybody from yeah. Cash Money Records and whatnot. And you, you did, I bet you didn't know this, but the Vatican has their own central brink as well. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I saw that too. Yep, <laughs> yep. And yeah. you got to think, like, remember last week we were talking about like the Freemasons um, and we're talking about the Illuminati. We're talking about like these, like I said, these distractionable, distractionable uh, groups that may or may not have anything at all to do with the New World Order or anything like that or a secret society, yeah. but they're kind of distractions. And one thing in common is they all had beef with the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing that I ha- I put like one of the motives of the New World Order is like in a spiritual cult. Um, like you said, or like I was saying earlier about Eddie Bravo bringing up that, you know, Constantine, he was actually a pagan yeah. who never converted over to Christianity. You know, he, you know, they like he gave a shit about. Yeah, he didn't Jesus care. Whatever, yeah. yeah, he didn't care about any of that. It was more or less like, hey, how can I can consolidate more power to get more money? You know, and the, you look at the, the Vatican Bank, I believe it's called. I got it written down here somewhere, but something something in Italian. I'm going to fucking butcher the name, but it's basically the Vatican Bank. Like they have um, investments into, you know, mafia banks. They did the same thing where they funded both sides of wars to because, you know, it's just going to increase, you know, their portfolio or whatnot. And there's a conspiracy around John Paul, Pope John Paul the first who died within 33 days uh-huh. of, his, <laughs> of his term <laughs> damn uh, because he was getting ready to expose like the corruption you know of the catholic church and you know what they would do is is like oh, okay as soon it like we were talking last week like as soon as something would get you know exposed about them you know never mind the sexual scandals there was a big old banking scandal yeah, that happened with them exactly. as well is that oh the freemasons are doing something over here you know and they start putting you know salt on their name and that's a good way to control people as well like uh, religion goes beyond borders yeah. you know like you, you brought that up as well that as well like you know there's a place places in texas that are super um you know religious and whatnot but you know christianity and islam as well uh, two of the world's the world's biggest religions and you look at you know you know uh, political borders like the united states and then russia those are considered two fucking Christian countries right yeah. there. You know, that's the majority of that's the right. religious uh, people right there. And that's a good way to control people. And what would be one of their motives besides, you know, like, <laughs> you know, them worshiping, you know, a, 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 you know, satanic entity would be money. Yeah. And if you can get 10% from people over here in America and 10% of people over here in, in Russia, 
Like you're just fucking bankrolling. I, I think that they're all related. All like the Vatican. Like not even to just pick on the Vatican. Mm-hmm. I really think that that religion is like hmm. religion is like like there like maybe there's some sort of higher power, but religion mm-hmm. itself is really meant to divide people. I it's feel a like. man-made I, construct. I, I, it's it's, it's very, a man-made very construct. rare that you find a religious person that's accepting of other religious people. They're all like, okay, I'm religion X. And you're cool because you're religion Y and you're mm-hmm. all right, but you're just not as smart as me. Yeah. Because like you don't know the whole truth. You know some of the truth, but like they fucked up. Yeah. Like, even they even they Christians going like, over to like Ethiopia yeah, to like, yeah. oh, we'll give you food oh, if you just convert yeah. to, to Christianity. African. It's like, it's if like you, just give them food. If you really mm-hmm. cared, yeah. you would just do the right thing. Yeah. You don't need to convert someone yeah. into Christianity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I feel like that's another thing. I feel like Christianity almost plays that kid or not Christianity, just religion in general. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Religion in Sorry, general Keith. Um, play, so, yeah, this, but this is one of those things that's kind of bothered me. It, it does play a little bit of that Kim Kardashian role or like those mm-hmm. big superstar roles that we idolize. Like Christianity almost fills that void for the people that don't want that part that's of right. it. Mm-hmm. it. It fills that void of like, I'm working towards something. Like I'm become like, I'm going to go to heaven. Like if yeah. I do X, Y, Z, I'm in. And then, you know, that's the same you know, role of like, if I do X, Y, Z, I'm going to drive a, a Benz and I'm going to have like a model wife and like, I'm going to live in the Hollywood Hills. You like, really see the same thing in Islam. Like the really, I don't know what's worse, the Vatican or like, or Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh, don't know. Yeah, I, that's another I mean, one. Yeah. I mean, really those, those princes and sheiks and God knows where they get their titles from. Like they control Sunni Islam. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where, I mean, it's, it's really the same as the Vatican where they have just like, what's that, like carte blanche or whatever, where they can do whatever the fuck they want. They oh, hang yeah. people, they, they hang gay people or, you know, any anybody that's out of the out of line and they just act like devil worshipers, basically. Pretty they much, act like yeah. what you would think a Pirates. Satanist would do, yeah. but then they do it in the name of religion. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And so the, and so it's it's the same as the Vatican. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Christianity uh, did the same thing yeah. for years. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Russia still, like you can't be like, out in public and like, if they see like two guys kissing in public oh, like super conservative yeah, yeah and then like their police just start whipping you with like their metal whips that they carry Girl, i saw an interview of the like the president of please don't assassinate me the president of like uh i think chechnya oh. uh, where you know where khabib's from those, oh like, yeah those hard Dagestan. Ass, yeah they're yeah. like different they're muslim too but they're like russian muslims and they were asking him because he made like a, a law against gay people and they're like well what is this like homophobic stuff you got and he's like I don't know what you're talking about. There's no gay people here. Like that was his answer. Like all hardcore. It was like scary. Uh-huh. Dude, scary. <laughs> it was a caveman, dude. And, and you look at that. Like that's that's a form of brainwashing. Yeah. Like if you look at like the the um the conspiracy of the new world order is to control people, to condition them in such a way that once you implement these, okay, I'm saying all this in air quotes all these fucking one world uh, laws, you're, uh, people are just more easily adept to follow them because like you said, oh, what are you talking about? There's no gay people here. And if they're in this mindset, then once we introduce, you know, this new law, you know, worldwide law, then hey, it, it, it helps us organize our agenda. Yeah, anything to to make you a little bit more sheepish. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it both ways. Uh, you, yeah, you see a lot of those kind of laws. I don't know if you guys, you guys talk about fluoride in the water already? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we did an just, episode on that. Like, mm-hmm. They just do shit and they're like, accept it. Yeah. yeah. More amendable, I guess you could say. Yeah. But um, you, you, we, we're kind of dancing around the, yeah. the, the issue, I guess you could say a little bit. But um, 
There are certain groups, like you said, like the Bilderberg. You said the, you did the Bilderbergs. A you know, they get together. They're mm -hmm. super influential politicians, just basically like the biggest names in influence that are out right now. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the quotes I highlighted on it, it's from uh, Dennis Haley. Mm -hmm. uh, he's part of the Bilderberg group. He was a he was a committee member for thirty years. He said, "To say that we're striving for a one world government, uh, I saw this, is an exagger is exaggerated." But it would, it wouldn't be unfair. So I feel like like what? Like, <laughs> of course, it would be unfair. <laughs> like I feel like uh, so you kind of are striving yeah. for a one world government. Like you know, they're not saying we're doing it, but we're also like we are doing well, it. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah, wink. <laughs> ah, here's my fucking tongue in cheek. Yeah. And and what? you look at like the way things are moving. Like, do you look at the United States? You look at. Uh, Great Britain and Great Britain has like Brexit which is like super conservative right we have Donald Trump in office right now super conservative the country is very divided it almost feels like we're we're going towards like this worldwide like civil war right now like mm -hmm. it, I feel like uh -huh. that you know like that that we're just so divided right now like the United States doesn't agree with itself you know you we wouldn't be able to have a one world government you, at this point do you think that maybe it goes into like this new world order thing we're talking about how you got all these people fighting over stuff where it's like when you see these people in the store other than like the blatant racist and stuff like that obviously mm -hmm. obviously but like most people that you just see around town and stuff are cool regardless of their whatever yeah. ethnicity do you think that like the division and stuff like that is going towards because a lot of the stuff i saw just in the general term of new world order is basically they get us all to fight they get global chaos you know, World War Three. basically, a lot of them described it as World War Three. You get all that, and then you have the Antichrist or whatever come back mm -hmm. and be like, I got a solution for you guys. Yeah. It's this new world yeah. order. Pat Robertson, and, and yeah, we'll, talked about we'll that. we'll never fight again. <laughs> like, we're all going to live together, brothers and uh -huh. sisters. There's even also, like, uh, something where people interpret it as an alien invasion, but some people say that's not aliens, it's demons, it's mm -hmm. the Antichrist, you know, different interpretations. It, yeah. So are you, are you guys familiar with, like, the Watchmen comic book? Yeah. So the Watchmen comic book has this whole thing about, like, this alien species that comes and, like, destroys New York, and basically they're like, oh, crap, like, there's some other entity out there, and that basically unites the whole world. Yeah. And I feel like maybe they're staging, like, I'm, I've, what's that? There's Project a whole Bluebeam. Project yeah. Blue Beam, mm -hmm. where they're like kind of staging these like holograms of like yeah. religious events or something like that that would make everyone put their guns down and be like, yeah. oh crap. Yeah. yeah. And, like, then, and then you'd have to have like w one entity running the show. Yeah. Or, yeah. You would think. Or we would go to war with holograms, which yeah. sounds stupid, but I wouldn't put it past. Yeah. Like, God damn it, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> like, like imagine if, if like we all had, you know, very independent state where, you know, he does that speech about like, mm -hmm. we all come together to fight this one like mm -hmm. thing. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's true. That would be the one thing that would unite us. And Reagan be, said that too. Yeah, be, Reagan had that really oh, creepy yeah, quote. Yeah, like we would all come together if we had a if we had an outside. Uh, Dude, thing. I'm gonna make that the fucking sample at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> and I I almost feel and at this point, you know, we've kind of covered all of them, most of them. But I, you know, now I really want to talk about like what's their end goal, and I almost feel like that's it. I almost feel like it's the 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 Denver airport, uh, the paintings there kind of depict it pretty well, yeah. where it's like this fam famine and like war and like destruction and death and then bam rebirth with one uh, central figure that is like like literally would be global what russia did when they came into communism mm -hmm. famine 
just millions of people dying like just all out hunger and And that's where a lot of these conspiracies came from is because of that yeah and then you come together under one dictator and he's like we're gonna make this place great and they kind of did make russia great in a lot of ways i mean they did become a superpower Mm -hmm. but the soviet union yeah yeah. i mean it was it was really a superpower but like yeah it's kind of what you're describing is just like global hardcore communism, like more than communism. Communism I kind of don't think, like uh, like you're saying that, like, okay, they're giving us clues about that. I don't think that's that, again, to reference the um, <laughs> the fight companion, where, the, like, Eddie Bravo was talking about, like, that sculpture that's in the Vatican, where yeah. it's like, oh, it looks like a fucking Slayer album cover, and then, like, they're like, well, look, it's just an artist depiction well, of what, well, that, yeah. That, that, that's exactly it, because, like, a lot of people don't know that a lot of the stuff in the in churches and Vatican and stuff, you'll see, like, a muscular Jesus or whatever. And he's looking all hot on the cross. <laughs> yeah, he's got it's those, a lot uh, of those washboard artists, abs. A lot of those artists like, you know, are gay or whatever. And they mm. can't express themselves like modern day. You draw whatever you want. Mm. But then it's like, you're an artist. You're commissioned to a job. You mm-hmm. got to draw Jesus, and then you're fantasizing. Oh you know yeah, I mean? fantasizing so, about Jesus. Yeah, or, who or does like, it, man? Or, you know. So that's what I did agree with that when they're talking about like, yeah, but that's just some artist like rendering. Made, yeah, that's. And then like like I was saying last week, where it's just like you have somebody that's not doesn't have that artistic flair where it's just like eddie you, that's what you're seeing in that art what you're basically doing is what people gather around and drink wine and cheese to and like interpret oh this is what this artist um, is saying uh-huh. here and we won't know unless the artist actually tells you but like yeah and i looked at that actual sculpture of jesus in the vatican it yeah it, freaky, it, it looks yeah. freaky but like if eddie didn't give me that pretext exactly i'm like thinking like oh that's that's a really like beautiful piece of art because i like shit like yeah. that i love catholic art because i like that that's creepiness true. of it because a lot of catholic art is creepy as yes. shit it's dark but i think that's beautiful yeah. that's they just are responsible for some of like the most amazing art ever in correct in history for sure like and when I see, like, the Denver airport and shit, I'm like, okay, like, that could be just a, a commentary on, you know, Nazism and whatnot because... But why would you put that in an airport because in Denver? They, I mean, <laughs> well, when we did that episode, I was think I was asking that question, too, and a lot of it has to do with just, like, they want to be a cultural epicenter because, like, when you think of Denver, you don't think of culture and art and whatnot, and so they wanted to be... That's the official explanation, and I can gu- guide that too. But like, yeah. I don't think like if there truly is a, an Illuminati or New World Order that they're going to give you clues like that. And if they, and I'm pretty sure they allow that to stay out there because you you can go on any news channel and like that's out there. That conspiracy is out there, and we've already established it. Like the elite, they control all media. Why would they let that narrative be out there? That it's if, not if that they didn't out want there that, though. It's, it's not like it's like oh CNN's reporting like. It's, oh, CNN it, literally is reporting you, you on can, it because that's where see, I like, looked it little, up. You can see little articles on it, and it's, it almost seems like comical now. It's like they kind of make fun of it themselves. And I like, believe you know that, that people that are in charge, though, they let that narrative be out there like, like the Illuminati or the Freemason conspiracies just to distract you from what's really going on. Because, I mean, you look at like the New World Order conspiracy. Like um, there's pre-Cold War, there's you know intra-Cold War, and then there's post-Cold War Um you know, conspiracies about that. You brought up about how, you know, Russia, you know, that that was during the Cold War. Like they were seen as like, hey, this is why we can't have a liberal government because it'll everything will be socialist and look like, you know, uh, communism. You know, we were we're big against communism and whatnot. And then pre-Cold War, that's like where you get, um, you know, a lot of these like groups like the Bilderberg, like the Council of Foreign Affairs, the Trilateral Commission. It's because they, they say under the guise that they want to prevent a world, another world war. So they try to get more people in their wing, you know, the, 
the Bilderbergs and the Council on Forward Affairs. It was like to to bring more um, communication between you know um, America, the Americas, and then Europe to prevent like another you know world war from happening. So if they're all on the same page, you know, which is a very liberal idea that you know, hey, you know, we can prevent you know Hitler from happening again. But then, you know, this conservative mindset jumps in and is like, wait a minute, you're going to have a state like Russia that, you know, it's going to, or I should say the Soviet Union, where yeah. you have, again, like you said, like famine and, uh, you know, it, like you said, yeah. like you said, like those pictures, like in the Denver airport and whatnot. I mean, yeah, they killed more of their own people than Hitler did. Yeah. The Jews. I mean, yeah. a lot more, a lot more. Yeah. Just, uh, the, yeah. And they were a part of the allies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, that's what, you know, the conservative conspiracy is, is just that, oh, it's going to be this one world government that's going to mirror the Soviet Union. Yeah. Like, yeah. 2.0. Mm-hmm. That's not, but the, the whole Denver airport thing, I kind of look at it and I'm, I, I just can't get on board. I mean, it's a very... It's a very plausible idea that, like, hey, like, if they implement I, all the, the, I just find it super interesting. Like the yeah, fact mm-hmm. that it's the fact that it's like established by the New World Flight Commission, yeah, mm-hmm. not a real thing. The paintings are interesting. <laughs> like, the, I find it really interesting. Like a lot of it is like a lot of it. I do agree with like artist inter- interpretation, and you have to kind of like, like let yourself like go into like why this is created and like uh-huh. let the, but. I'm also on board with like fucking corporate artwork. Like there's corporate artwork for a reason. Like there's a reason you go to a hotel and you see like flower and bullshit. And here's like a horse and like whatever. It's like, it's, it's very easy on the mind. Denver airport, an airport in general, you know, we go to LAX, I've been to LAX, I've been to the Phoenix one, I've been to the San Francisco one, I've been to all, for the most part, they're all like very like, you know, you're in and out, you get your luggage. They look like hospitals and shit, yeah. It's it's more, efficiency is the key, you know, and then they have the welcome to Los Angeles, welcome to San Antonio, welcome Mm -hmm. to San Francisco, Portland, whatever. Um, Portland's my favorite airport, by the way, that's a cool airport. I've never Um, been there. It's just so easy. It's it's almost like the Bakersfield Airport, but big. Uh. It's so like easy to get in and out. Um, I feel like you're talking about this idea, like you know, we were talking about the occult and stuff, and a lot of it's like in the occult and mm-hmm. like Satan worshiping and stuff. I feel like you're talking about the idea of karmic retribution. Did you guys look into that? No, no. That about how interesting, about how like 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 people basically say, and Eddie Bravo says this a lot about how like if it was all just choreographed by like the new world order, then we wouldn't need this like back and forth. Right. We wouldn't need to be, it would just be like, we would all be controlled and it'd be over. Right. Mm -hmm. But so the idea is that these people, like these people, whatever the evil people they're, they're caught up in like in their basic overall understanding of the universe. And in their Mm -hmm. like religion, they have this idea of karmic retribution, which the reason you reminded me of that is like how you, you're kind of saying that you feel like they're telling us something in their art and stuff. And the idea of karmic retribution is that to them, they believe that they can't meet their end goal unless they tell us about it and get us to, uh, what's it called? Give in to mm-hmm. the goal. So they have to kind of tell you like about fair it. play, like, like fair play, like karmic retribution, like the name kind of, the name kind of makes sense. Right. So so like the idea of whatever the fake alien invasion and stuff, they have to kind of tell you about it. They have to like the info's out there. You know, if it wasn't out there, then they would just take over and, and just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's something that I got out of that occult thing about how they do give you clues. The info mm-hmm. is out there because they're it's not being... top secret. Like the info's out there because to them and they're like, I mean, there was like druid shit and all kinds of weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw one about uh, I forgot what family it was of the 13 bloodlines that came to the Americas, whatever you want to call them, you know, mm-hmm. to breed with the most powerful natives. 
the most powerful warriors, the most powerful kings because they wanted that good blood. They wanted mm-hmm. to, so they're really into like uh, the occult and stuff, and that's just what you're reminding me of. That maybe they're warning us mm-hmm. every sense of the way. Well, I that, mean, that would give um, that would give weight to the why. Like, why would they put clues out there? Yeah. And, otherwise, and, otherwise, just take over. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, they have to be into the occult. I mean, it's not none of this is by accident. It's not just mm-hmm. a club of guys hanging out. I mean, if you boil it down to like the Masons again, you know, like Masons are pretty like they're definitely a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, you look at the way like. Um, Washington D.C. is built, and the architecture that they chose, like yeah. it's 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 all chosen very specific. The dollar bill, like that thing, is mm-hmm. intricately yeah. designed. Like these are not just mistakes; they're just like happy accidents. Uh, you know, there's just so many. Like if it were just one or two, and we talked about like you know what what are the conspiracies that kind of tickle my fancy? Sometimes there's conspiracy. I saw a conspiracy the other day about mattress firm. And the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard of the mattress no, firm conspiracy? No, but I'm very interested. So right you now. guys are you guys are familiar with the company mattress firm, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they were talking about how most towns have tons of mattress firms. Bakersfield is kind of the exception, but they were talking about how like some streets in like LA will have like four or five mattress firms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's mattress firms right across the street yeah, from each other. Don't buy that many mattresses. Yeah, and it's like why would you? Why is there so many mattress firms in the United States? And basically, there's like what, what are they money laundering? What are they doing? Like, there's mm-hmm. no way that this company is growing that fast. For mattresses, it's not like they're selling fucking iPhones no, or, yeah. fucking or Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. or something like that. Like Starbucks would make more sense if there were two. Star- you know, there's parking lots where they're inside a Target. There's a Starbucks right outside. There's a Starbucks down the street. There's a Starbucks. Yep. You see that with like mattress and firms, it and it doesn't make sense. But but that's beyond the point. That's the whole like mattress firm com- conspiracy of like why there's so many. It, it doesn't make sense. I, it does I, haven't, I haven't really yeah, gone yeah, down that's that a good rabbit point, hole. Though, like <laughs> money laundering probably would yeah. be the. Oh uh, yeah. Do, do you guys see that? like the ongoing pattern of kids being their currency. Like, I, I feel like before the podcast, you were telling me about something about Epstein was doing. Oh, well, and, like... And like y- with the occult stuff, it seems like kids are their currency. Mm-hmm. I was watching a good video, like, just this morning. They so, represent innocence. Yeah, I, I didn't take notes on it because uh, I was just watching it this morning, but it was about that. It was about SRA, satanic ritual abuse, mm-hmm. and how there are support groups for people who have been kidnapped by these people. And, like, they're like, these motherfuckers just tied me down and drank my blood for like an hour and then they let me go. <laughs> and like, here I am and people think I'm crazy. And mo- most of the time people like laugh at it and they think it's funny, but there's like, you can go on face. They were showing like Facebook support groups and stuff for satanic ritual abuse. And I guess like on the, the more normal stuff is just like, they just kidnap somebody and like beat the shit out of them and drink their blood, mm-hmm. like in the name of Satan or whatever. But then like, you see Epstein and he's got an island full of little kids mm-hmm. and, and weird. I mean, and, and that's, shit. those are facts right there too. Yeah. I mean, even like 60 minutes was putting that out there yeah. and shit. And what's funny is to tie all that into it. It's just like, I was looking up stuff like on Bilderberg, looking up stuff on council of foreign affairs, looking up stuff on the trilateral commission, which is like, um, I guess, uh, David Rockefeller, he got pissed because, uh, the counts, uh, the Bilderberg wouldn't let, um, uh, Japan and Asia get involved like in the the process so he started his own little commission called the Trilateral Commission and um you know who was a big inf- uh mover and shaker within the tri- tri- 
Trilateral Commission, goddamn, words are hard, motherfucker, um, was Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Damn. He, he was a big mover uh-huh. and shaker in there. And then, like you were saying, and this is why I, 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 I think uh, Denver Airport is another one of those things that the elite let be out there. Because, like, again, you see Fox News covers it, CNN covers it. It's, a, it's Any news station is always going to have something like, well, today, after we look at the squirrel on the jet skis, yeah. let's go <laughs> into the Denver Airport. What's up with that? They let that be out there. Because hey, Jeffrey Epstein has a fucking island, like Jekyll Island, where the fucking the article temple on it. Yeah, well, with it, a fucking weird temple on it, where they meet and yeah. make policy for the Trilateral Commission. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think that's why I can't get behind the Denver report because, I, I, again, like I said, like that's just them trying to be cultural. Like this is this like an actual city. But like that, that's distracting you from what's really out there. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't looked into the. I haven't looked into the Denver report enough. Now you guys are making me look into it way more. Because it's got like episode sixty three. <laughs> I, I don't know who. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't listened to that one. I need to. Yeah, but I find, um, it, I find it interesting. But you know, going back to that whole children's thing, like mm-hmm. we kind of talked about. We did an episode a long time ago. This is like before Eric was even on here. We, where it was mass disappearances, and the two that I had oh, brought yeah. up was um, in Women? Washington D.C. Uh, at the beginning of, I think, 2017, 500 children had gone missing. It's a huge number. And it's, yeah. That is not something you find in the news anywhere. No. The yeah. only place yeah. that reported it was NPR. Yeah. And it, you're it, absolutely right on that, too, yeah. because you look up stuff like on like the Council of Foreign Affairs, like try to get something like, uh, you know, uh, a balanced look at it and whatnot, because I try to see both sides of it. You Google search this and all you get is the official Wikipedia yeah. and then the like 75 pages literally i wrote it down 75 pages that are straight from the council of foreign affairs website yeah exactly you don't get anything else no other website and it's like the same thing where you were talking about with the children thing i remember when you proposed that as a as an episode and i'm trying to do research and you can't really find that much on it because it'll be one or two like scrubbed out uh, yeah and speaking of scrubbed out thing that is hard to find now you can find the NPR article where they reference mm-hmm. 500 missing children in three months. That 500, let's just say half of those were just runaways. Yeah. That's still a lot of fucking kids. Are Dude, that's something that happened on the Joe Rogan experience too. One time Eddie Bravo was on one of his rants, right? And uh, he, he named a big ass number. It was like an entire year's worth of kidnappings or something mm-hmm. just in the United States. And it was like hundreds of thousands, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how like young Jamie likes to kind of go against them and kind of yeah. be more mainstream. Well, he's like, look this. that up, look that up. He looked it up and he's like, he's actually right. And so they're saying, like, even if it, even if half of them are their, you know, their their disgruntled dad or whatever kidnapped them, that still leaves like hundreds of thousands of yeah. kids that you don't know where the fuck they mm-hmm. went. And, that- and here's the thing too, like to tie this in, like I was talking about, like the Catholic Church, because like that was like the bulk of my week was like looking at like the crazy shit that goes on with the Catholic Church, which could be its own new world order in itself. Yeah. Is that, yeah, there is a lot of children that go missing around the Vatican. There's a lot of children like where there is a prominent, um, you know, influence of the Catholic Church like Boston, you you know, places like that. Um, Like children go missing like crazy right there. And then it's funny, and I'm not accusing the church specifically of that, but it's funny that that correlation would be there. And then you get all these like sexual scandals that oh, are coming yeah. out, you know, like, and then I started going down that rabbit hole, which deserves its own episode on itself. But like, that's crazy as well, too. And I was looking up, I always asked the why, like, why would that happen? And then, like you said, like, if they are actually, you know, um, to, to tie this into like the end timers belief, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily believe in this, but it gives them, you know, some weight. 
um, where they're not really representing, you know, Christ or Allah or whatnot. They're actually nefarious, um, you know, occultists. Yeah, yeah, they're not representing what they say they represent. Correct. Yeah. And then children represent, like we brought up Moloch last yeah. week, you know, they represent innocence, you know, and that you look at black magic, you look at like, you know, Aleister Crowley's, you know, sect, you know, off branches of that. Like where like you have to do something with a virgin or yeah. you have to do something with a child because it represents innocence. It gives more power, you know, to whatever ritual that you're yeah. performing. Even drinking the blood of kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one thing, going back to that, that episode now I think about it, that missing women or missing people. Mm-hmm. We did, and then you brought up like religious areas like Boston. The other one that I brought up was um, in like between El Paso and oh, yeah. Ciudad Juarez. Like, that was like thousands of women go missing there. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of it has to do with, um, there's this whole thing called uh, maquilladoras, which is like, it, it translates to twin plants. And it basically means like American company in Mexico. And so it's like, so it's the American company, like all their stuff is in the United States, but then all the factories where they have to pay the workers are going to be in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So they're basically paying like very little for the same product and then just trend, like literally going across the street. Like mm-hmm. El Paso and Seattle Waters are like literally Oildale, Bakersfield. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they're getting all the work done, then moving it right over. And the women that work in those factories, they go missing all, all the time. time. The United States says nothing about it. You would think they would, but they don't. And like, because those people are on, you know, these commissions, the Bilderbergs, the Council of Foreign huge. Affairs, they're the Trilateral not, Commission. Yeah, yeah, they're not like some like fucking yeah. like little companies. These are huge companies, and like mm-hmm. and the people they go after are dispensable. Yeah. That happens a lot too in like uh, more third world countries, like Romania and stuff like that, where where you don't even have to kidnap the kid; they'll sell you a kid. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You you can go buy a kid from the parents because they think, okay, well, That's I'm never gonna web. be I'm never gonna be able to feed this kid. <laughs> that is the dark web. So. Like maybe you can get, I, I guess probably the parents are thinking maybe hopefully you just give it a better life mm-hmm. than me and they'll sell you a fucking kid. So like, like those people, I feel people, like, I feel like people's in, stories too. Yeah. yeah, They're dispensable. You can just, you know, just, that's some hundred day fiance shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 90 day. Best show on earth. You watch that shit too? <laughs> 90 day fiance. They oh, were all yeah. about that. They, oh. they were just. Bro, dude, we, me, dude. you, and then Cheyenne from, uh, we're not sure yet. We should do like our own like little side <laughs> cast, like a, like a mini soda. 90 day fiance. 90 day oh, fiance. I'm down. Dude, and <laughs> I'm I, down. let me ask you this real quick sidebar and I'm sure we'll list, we'll lose like maybe like 20% of our audience, but this shit. Every season that comes out, like I'm like, man, it's not as good as last season. Then halfway through, you're like, yes, yes, I'm dude, invested. Yes, yes, dude, <laughs> yes, yes. You know who I was sticking up for is the Jamaican dude Jay. I was like, I feel like he's a good guy. He's not gonna cheat on her. Oh. Like I, he gets a bad rap because, and then and then they go and get married in Vegas, and then the day they get back, he's on Tinder. Yep. <laughs> oh Tinder. my god. I'm like fuck, dude. Why did you do that? You, <laughs> I was rooting for so you. We were all rooting bad. for you. You're such a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> The one that I was like, um, and then we'll move on. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. But the like the Turkish guy that didn't tell like his oh, family what about a the kid. Pussy. Oh my god. He's just god. crying for 20 minutes, and then I, I was feeling like that too. I'm like, just fucking tell your parents. Like, yeah. fuck you. I'm gonna marry this girl, and I don't give a fuck if she has kids yeah. or not. And then like he's just crying and crying and crying, and she gives him so many chances yeah. and opportunity. Like, just stay. Just She's stay. Like, if you love me, you'll just stay and marry me. He's like, yeah. but my parents don't want me to marry somebody with kids. And he's like, like forty five. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I mean, this dude's like, oh over my 40. god. Yeah. 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 Anyways, guys, shout out ninety day fiance. Yeah. You watch Check Pillow it Talk out, too? Man. Uh, we haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah, yeah I watch it with my fiance. We haven't gotten to that one yet. We we whoa, we're running low on on seasons though. So yeah, <laughs> is the Pillow Talk pretty funny. 
it, it's Pretty cool because um you get the past seasons commentating like on the current season uh-huh, whatnot, uh-huh. and i catch myself like well, i wonder what they have to say about that situation you know and yeah. it's like it's it catches you man it catches it distracts it you from the fucking new world order it, that's, that's what, it, what does. it is though after this shit i yeah. gotta go i gotta go look that, i was just that. saying that yesterday because, like man. about taking breaks from this because yeah. like we did dark web we did so many mm-hmm. for a while it was really like messing with me mm-hmm. like uh, so like you know every once in a while we'll be like oh, let's talk about nachos or something <laughs> like that <laughs> so like you know every once in a while we do do an episode about nachos so mm-hmm. the these two episodes back to back like made me question a lot of a lot of like our government mm-hmm. our religion and like uh project blue beam kept popping into my mind yeah. which probably deserves its own episode but mm-hmm. it it really it really reminded me of Watchmen. Like last night, I was I was driving, uh, like me and Tanika were driving around, um, oh from Lassen's or whatever, and uh, we brought up uh, uh, 9/11. And uh, we, you remember when we had those like color codes? Like I don't know if they're still around, but it would be like oh, threat level, level red yeah, or something yeah, like that, like yeah. threat level orange. That's not a thing no more. Uh, I don't know if it is, or I don't hear yeah. about it anymore. But I, I feel like, like when Bush was in office, it was like we're on orange yeah. right now. Every day yeah. you get an update. Yeah, yeah it, and like it's I green, felt like that today. kept people on on edge. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't a I wasn't an adult back then. I was like a, I was in high school, but um, so I'm sure if I were an fear. adult, fear. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure my fear level, and my anxiety level would be like, oh my god, I gotta go buy a gun. I gotta mm-hmm. go like you got to stock up on water and yeah. guns and bullets and shit maybe, like maybe i'm, I'm kind of down with that i'm not gonna lie because <laughs> i don't i i feel like i don't know I'm i kinda, do think I'm that eventually like i i'm just gonna move to the mountains and like live in a shed I would and like live that. off chickens that's <laughs> what that 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 fritz springmeyer he has a book bloodlines of the illuminati and yeah. he seemed he seemed a bit religious and stuff but he seemed like he seemed to know his shit but one of the points he made i i just heard him on a podcast i forgot which one it was and but one of the points he made was like yeah you got all this shit right and they're trying to like infiltrate mm-hmm. you with drugs and how we see the opium epidemic and stuff and it's just killing people left and right and good people are just dying because their doctor gave him pills and uh he basically says like you have to like like kind of like taking care of yourself is kind of an act of like acting out against the new world order type Mm -hmm. thing like just eating the foods that nourish you instead of kill you is already like a step against that because he made it seem like you know they want you to feel like shit you know, they want you to be on pills. They want you to be just a drunk. Oh, yeah. and, I believe it. And, yeah, and yeah. so he was really like, he used that, it's an old quote or whatever. Where it's like, you know, the food can be your medicine or whatever. And he kind of said like, just start there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty noble like it's place fu- to start. It's funny you say this. And, and this, I'm sure Jacob won't agree with this. And I don't even know if I agree with it. This is just a thought that I, I heard this guy yesterday, like me and my coworker, we were kind of excited because the fight and like, you know, we're all going to, we're going to get together. And like my coworker was like, we we try to chat it up with customers to like just to just to like build that little bond, a little trust of course between so us. They come back. Yeah, and he brought up uh, to his customer. He's like, "Oh, so you watching the uh, fight tonight?" And he was like, "No, no, I'm not watching that. Like, I don't support anything with violence or anything like that." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, um, "I don't even eat meat anymore. I'm I'm vegan, and like I'm I used to be diabetic, and I'm not. I it cured my diabetes and all this mm-hmm. stuff." And I was just like. A little bit sounds a little bit too like fucking like hippie like I don't know dude like you should probably still go see a doctor or yeah. something, but I think sometimes I'm like that. Yeah, there's food, some fucking truth to it? that. Like yeah. there's some truth to like the at least like 
the fast food industry and all these things that just we just put in our well, body even like just... walmart and stuff too and, I, and we had like kind of like a post discussion about this one time where it's just like okay yeah there you you get two different trains of thought like there's some documentary that like arnold's in or whatnot where it's just oh, like yeah. arnold's only... all like vegan or grass-fed now or something yeah no yeah just totally like you know vegan and whatnot and i'm like and i guess like some doctor like you know slice it up like with the tori hanzo sword and whatnot and then I'm like thinking on it and I'm like, hmm, like, but when you really hear like, like true blue, like nutritionists, like go at it, like you're like, hey, you should start your own fucking garden because even yeah. the vegetables that you eat yeah. are fucking poisoning you. The meat that you're oh, buying I from Walmart, believe the, that the so, Walmart fucking meat that you're eating, like that's bad because you're eating a sick animal. Like, would you ever like, you know, raise a cow and then like give it nothing but like fucking snicker bars and shit and then go like serve your family? that meal and that's essentially what you're doing as opposed to like hey like you know you grow like the best you know cow you can you know you give it all the right nutrients because that's going to in turn give you the right nutrients and i mean we can go down a whole like scientific Dude, not thing. just that but like you know we were at that target right mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i was pea fresh like pea fresh was like the market right mm-hmm. i would do a lot of things where i would have to check the dates and all this stuff and like, dude, sometimes I didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I was like, whatever, it's expired. Like, they'll just buy it today. Like, <laughs> like, just those uh, are just suggestions. Be, those yeah. be very skeptical. Check like, it, read your it. labels when but you go to the market. If you guys read uh, Doctor Tilden Toxemia Explained, because I kind of like I I see why the diabetic guy that went vegan mm-hmm. would not be diabetic anymore. But I also see why somebody who was overweight and ate keto or whatever it would work and this guy's like uh studies about that kind of stuff they make a lot of sense because they're not from the viewpoint of a vegan or a meat eater Mm -hmm. or whatever balance it's it's just like his thing is basically like your body wants to digest things efficiently and it doesn't want to be overloaded and when it's not overloaded and when it's digesting things efficiently you fight off disease you don't get sick you have a lot less it's not like veganism cures cancer or meat cures cancer correct It's, it's the fact that your body can more efficiently deal with the bad shit, and so you have a less chance of getting cancer. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the most sense to me. And the way he explains it... Yeah, you're is, absolutely is, right. Yeah, he's saying like, okay, if you're going to go to an ice cream place and you're going to eat ice cream, don't do it after you go have a steak dinner with a, <laughs> you with a, you know with pasta and blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh-huh. if you're going to fuck up, just fuck up and then fast a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a tangent, but... No, you're absolutely it's right. Really you're, you're absolutely right. I think, like, my sister, like... You know, your fiance, my yeah, sister, yeah, yeah. whatever, but um, alert. same Spoiler person. Alert. Oh, that's not a spo- Oh, I guess to you. you know. No, no, no. To the oh. audience. I knew <laughs> that shit. Oh, anyways, um, like she's she's full on paleo right now, and I feel like I've done paleo, and like paleo, you gotta do it for like at least three months, and you see the results. Oh yeah, like she's disciplined. Yeah, yeah she's sure. di- you. You have to be disciplined. It's extremely difficult, and most people don't have that discipline. I don't because I've gained a lot of weight since then. <laughs> I don't. Churros are delicious. But, yeah, but it's like. Dang, you do feel great. I will say that, yes. like, you feel amazing once you, like, all of a sudden, I remember feeling, like, so much energy and, like, all this. I got to do it again, man. Yeah. I, I just. Get that, that fucking apple knife out, please. I'm going to get that <laughs> apple knife. I'm going to do I'll it. I'll do it if you do it. I'm going to do it starting yeah. today. Well, no. 90 yeah, Day Fiance yeah. on. We got to get pizza, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start watching 90 Day Fiance because that's already too it's many people that good. keep telling me. We're kind of stuck on like uh, home renovation shows right now. Oh, we no, look. dude. You're you're 10 years behind, yeah. bro. Like you, I love home renovation you shows You guys right got now. This is how you know the relationship's moving on because that's such a fucking entry-level fucking program. <laughs> like like Builder Brothers. Flop. Yeah. Flip or flop, flip or flop, Miami, flip or flop, Memphis. No, no, no. You got, you got to. That's entry level fucking relationship show. 
90 Day Fiance <laughs> is the pocket you want to be on. All right. Like, once you start watching, like, Tucker Carlson or fucking uh, Don Tucker Lemon. Tucker Carlson, that's the news anchor? Yeah. That like was when, a little bow tie? Yeah. Or Don Lemon. Like, once you start getting to the, then you know the relationship's ending because you're watching fucking news and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, this, you, no, the good the pocket you want to be in is 90 Day Fiance, brother. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have to agree with that. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> which is owned by the Rothschilds? <laughs> Dang, is it really? No, I don't probably, know. probably, man. No. But what's crazy, like about like all these groups that we're talking about, is just like um, more, more or less like here in America, like the the Rockefellers, who I believe like the patriarch of the family, who is like the richest man that lived in America and whatnot. Um, they created a lot of these groups, and I was trying to be as fair as possible, you know, to. Um, these families and whatnot and uh, like you said it last week but it was actually the rothschilds they actually lost a lot of money the more you know as like the patriarch started to die and then you i mean there was branches oh what did i say i think i kept getting the vanderbilts mixed up in there rock you said the rockefellers lost like a lot of their fortune but it was actually the rothschilds who lost a lot of their fortune because uh and a lot of that had to do with you know anti-semitism um, and then Hitler came into the picture and whatnot. Because you're talking about like the 14th century. Like this is like when a lot of this stuff happened. But they kind of like laid the blueprint for like other families and yeah. other, you know, uh, corporate interests to, yeah. you know, follow their blueprint or whatnot. But by the time like Hitler came into effect, you know, a lot of like their wealth had dissipated and, you know, they would start. I mean, they were still rich as fuck. Don't like don't get that t- t- twisted at all. But, you know, they would lose a lot, then they would have to reinvest. And then as, you know, time goes on, like, yeah, Lionel Richie might have been your dad, but Nicole Richie isn't going to be as rich as Lionel Richie because she's living off her dad's legacy. And then uh, Nicole Richie's children aren't going to be as rich as fucking, you know, Nicole Richie. And then so on because, you know, it starts to dissipate. And then you can look this up, too, like where it's just like you see where the actual, you know, an actual family member of the Rothschild is, you know— on like I guess like the you know worldwide rich list like they're not even you know kissing like the top 100 yeah. you know you got the Saudis yeah. who run shit who are run- also part of uh those 13 bloodlines though I forget which one but those Saudi royal families are also one of them mm-hmm. well so, they, they like the, built an island like those, that's that's the most baller thing you can do like build your own island <laughs> yeah oh, gold Lamborghinis and yeah. shit yeah there's a really good uh diagram of what you're saying about so the the Rothschilds were like there's the British branch, the French, mm-hmm. the Austrian, and the Italian, and some of them don't even exist anymore. Oh no, yeah, like uh, it's totally gone. Yeah, they and stop. You know, they stop. They they stop inbreeding. They don't like make more. <laughs> they have so much fucking inbreeding, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. They took that so from Egypt fucking, too. Yeah, dude. and they kind of shoot themselves at like the the narratives. They kind of shoot themselves in the foot yeah. because then you get like children to just live off daddy's money and whatnot. But then like okay, like I was saying, like you know, one family will shoot up. And then, of course, you know, like another family is going to challenge that in the world arena, you know, like the Saudis, like Russia. Vladimir Putin might be like the richest person in the world, but it's like so like low key. But then you also have China. You have people, you know, I I believe at one point the richest person in the world was um, uh, the guy that runs the Mexican, you know, telephone system. Like he at one point was the richest person. But that's why I think they have their their hands in everything and why i think mm-hmm. like sometimes rothschild is such a popular name mm-hmm. that i seriously doubt that that's like the top shit yeah i doubt all. it too because you go to the 13 families you got chinese people on there mm-hmm. you got everything you got arabs on there you got every everything on there so yeah i i really feel like uh like the guy who ah, i wish i remember that youtube video but he made a really really detailed diagram of them and he wasn't a conspiracy theorist he was actually mm-hmm. one of those videos where he's like you guys are idiots this is why and he did mention that uh 
there was some there was some which ones Edmund de Rothschild mm-hmm. and Walter second Baron de Rothschild he was talking about how they were responsible for basically making Israel mm-hmm. and how I oh mean, yeah yeah and this was this was in the late 1800s early 1900s so it had nothing to do with the Holocaust correct they were already plotting a piece of land but since Zionism, since, yeah. yeah but exactly Zionism which is a real thing but he was saying that like on the other side of that uh, from another branch of the Rothschilds there was a guy who was actually against the creation of Israel Correct, yeah. so like uh, yeah basically there is there's, yeah, there's conflict, yeah, there's within, conflict. Yeah, within exactly. the family exactly. so there was no there, no longer there was no longer central figure anymore yeah. because they, they all split up with it after Amschel uh, Rothschild put five different sons even the son that replaced him, I believe, um, in Frankfurt, like he no longer had children, and so um, Nathan, the one from um, London, yeah, the London one, yeah, yeah he had to take over. And then, like, there was a lot of crazy shit. But then, like, a lot of these conspiracies are like around the Rothschilds. A lot, some of them true, like we were talking about with Waterloo, was you know correct. But there was this thing called the Protocols. Uh, hold on. Oh, of the Elders of Zion. Yeah, yeah. which was like a, like a Russian document. There was like a hoax mm-hmm. where it was like this like text where like how. Um, and it's like the precursor to like you know the a lot of these like new world order well, conspiracies. Hit, I think Hitler used it. He passed it out. Correct. And you know who else did too? Who? Henry Ford. Oh yeah. Well, Henry Henry Ford was down with Hitler. Though. He <laughs> yeah. was, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. was a big yeah. Hitler yeah. guy. And which makes me ashamed to have two Mustangs. But <laughs> no, that's a sick Mustang you got out there, dude. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I don't buy that brand stuff. None of it's associated with anything anymore. Like my Toyota is more made in the USA than some uh, yeah. some American companies. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just my it uh, yeah. I believe my Jeep. Like there's like a lot of like German and Mexican parts yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only thing is like German cars are still very German. Yeah. 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 Don't mess with German brands. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, unless you have money to just fix them all. Oh the time. God! I don't know who. Like this is just a personal thing. But if you buy a German car, what's up with that? It's just for status, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Which even like uh, status too, like that. That's like a big thing too with um, like the beers and whatnot. Which oh, the, the diamonds, Roth, the yeah, diamonds, yeah. Rothschild had a big oh, thing. Oh, that's in. so interesting. How the engagement ring there there has been wedding rings and engagement rings for for forever or whatever. But the idea of putting a diamond on an engagement ring is totally just a marketing setup from mm-hmm. the Rothschilds. Basically, wow. it's just a Rothschild yep. marketing setup. They go into Africa, they start mining shit, they start finding these rocks which we don't even know how many of them there are because they were hoarding them for so long they had mm-hmm. a fuckload of them and they were just telling people like these are rare if you love your girl you're gonna buy the biggest one possible you're gonna spend like uh-huh. i don't know how many paychecks on one diamond and they started marketing it they started marketing the shit out of it it's like and wine they control the flow of what goes out there yeah 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 it's, and, it's, and and they just they just had all these diamonds that they didn't pay anybody to mine them up because a bunch of like africans yeah. they you know what they did over there mm-hmm. so like uh, I think they were Dutch, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the, when they first started uh, diamond, uh, mining them out, mining them out, hoarding them, and just charging whatever the fuck they want for them. It's yeah. funny you say that. Like, so my boss, he recently got married, and um, he was saying that his fiance wanted to get him like a, a like a ring, ring, and then like, um, he I forgot what metal he said. He's like, I want it to be like platinum or what? So, something like that. It's like the hardest metal out there, but it's super cheap. He's, oh. it, the ring itself would cost like $35, like 40 oh. bucks or like the most, but it is like the hardest metal. Oh. And that's what, how he sold her on her. It's like, cause he didn't want anything. Cause he's like, I'm probably going to lose it. So yeah. like, he's like, just get me this one metal. It's the hardest metal you can buy for a ring. So it's quality. And, yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's just like, it's just a ring, like a metal ring. But yeah. he's like, I didn't, you know, I just, because I would need it to have one. And he's like, I, at least it's like badass that it's like the hardest exactly. metal out there. Exactly. But it's like, 
it's not expensive at all. Mm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And it's like this false narrative that, you know, you have to have a diamond because they're rare. What actually they're not that rare. Actually, now we can make better ones than the ones you mined up. But no, still people want the ones you mine up. Yeah. They can make them because they control the flow of it into the marketplace. But yeah, yeah, that that, that is a real thing. Yeah. So there are real Rothschild conspiracies that are real shit. I believe they even created like their own like country in Africa. I want to say too, as well. (laughs) I thought you just said cunt. (laughs) <laughs> they did they are the creators of the fleshlight sir <laughs> they, had, they made the first artificial <laughs> but um yeah the, the protocols of the elders of zion um yeah. was like this hoax text that was basically like i said the precursor for the new world order that you know somebody in russia i want to say wrote um i apologize i forgot to write down the author of it but it was to disseminate you know hatred toward you know jews that you said like hitler you know passed it out he made it mandatory you know for school teaching uh-huh. to basically say that hey you know they're the ones that you know everything evil that's going on in the world is because of them and oh yeah by the way they're plotting to take over the world so we need to get them before they get us and this is where you see like a lot of these conspiracies because i mean I've said it before. Conspiracies are sexy. They're, they're it's it's entertaining and it gets the fear going. We talked about like the end timers and whatnot. Like, and what what would be Pat Robertson's um, motive for releasing a book called The New World Order and basically plagiarizing a lot of these conspiracies is because it instills fear, like those um, those terror levels, and it gets people to buy his book to contribute um, their tithe, their ten percent of their income to his church. Because if you're a follower of his church you'll be able to, you know, uh, ascend to heaven with him. Um, you, you know, and it, that to me, like, that's some shady shit right there. Like, you're playing on people's emotions yeah. to um, to get them to buy either the diamond or to get them to, yeah. you know, play on their religious, which is a very sacred thing, you know, well, your I mean, beliefs. Religion does that. Like, religion yeah. plays on people's emotions, plays on people like, oh, I just had a loved one pass away. Like, I hope they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, all this bullshit like my it, thoughts and prayers are yeah like yeah. religion does that like we have we're built on that we're built on like feeding off of like thoughts emotion. and pr- emotion that's right? why i kind of thought when that springmeyer guy and I, I haven't read his book or anything it's like i'm talking a couple youtube videos here but uh-huh. i did think that it was quite, quite genuine when he was like if you're gonna really resist like start with yourself and just start eating mm-hmm. well and yeah, yeah like treat, and, treat yourself good and then go from there that and is, there's a that lot of good a, quotes by a lot of evil men out there like you, you know i'm sure you can learn a lot of good like cooking oh, recipes from oh, mussolini oh, oh no hitler, hitler <laughs> yeah. has a bunch of good quotes yeah exactly I mean, he was a really good speaker yeah it's so like that's on that and the reason why remember we were talking beforehand like i was like i don't want to kill the lead because oh, i was looking yeah, yeah, at those yeah, 13 yeah. bloodlines yeah. with I'm, I'm glad you had his name because i did not know how to pronounce uh-huh. it <laughs> is but like the reason why the cia had you know the 13 satanic bloodlines of the Illuminati. The yes, because reason- last time we said that there was a document that you can download off the CIA website. It's mm-hmm. 292 pages long, but we only had a chance to skim it and we were wondering why it was on there. So it's, it's um the, the, so basically the CIA has a library of, you know, people that they look at. So like oh. uh, the Unabomber, his manifesto is within that library. Um, you know, any like crazy persons, you know, but because like this Franz dude, like he self-published like a lot of, uh-huh. uh, and he's like super far right, like conspiracy dude. And um, he actually got arrested quite a few times and for like 
gun charges and robbery and all oh, sorts no of shit. crazy shit. Like I was looking at it uh, last night, like at two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like this guy, like it was like a amalgamation of fucking. Um, remember the North Hollywood uh, uh, bank robbers? Yeah. It was like an amalgamation of that, like in the Unabomber and whatnot. And like I said, there's a lot of good shit like yeah, the yeah. Unabomber was talking about, but oh, at the end of the day, definitely. He knew the what, motherfucking Unabomber. I know, but a lot <laughs> yeah. of the shit that he did say and he wrote about was like, oh yeah, it makes sense. That's yeah, cool. it does. Yeah. 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 It's just they take it to the nth degree. Yeah, they let it drive <laughs> him crazy. Yes. Yeah, they let yes. it drive him crazy. That's why, he, like, that's why we have to watch Ninety Day Fiance in between studying. Yeah. Exactly, Seriously. amen. Seriously. I agree. But, but so, 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 was it was it his book that was on the website? Is that what we're reading? Correct. Yeah, that's basically oh. it. So all of those things. Let's take the Unabomber's manifesto for example. All that that's archived, you know, mm. with this agency because it it's his. It's basically history. Yeah. And if you're watching somebody who <laughs> is like doing some crazy shit, you want to you know build yeah. a case file on them. So it's yeah. more or less like when you see um, like detective shows and whatnot, and they have like those uh, those office folder files or whatever it's that but then it's uploaded onto an electronic file so that's why you can download that and look at it something i noticed about him in just my short in my just short youtube research of him Uh is that he does something that i've seen other people that seem disingenuous about conspiracy theories do like uh they'll say like an outrageous statement Mm -hmm. that will get your attention and it will be exactly what you're catering what you're You're looking for exactly what you're looking for and then they'll say, my high-level sources told me this. And then it's like, man, come on. It's like, mm-hmm. I could say that too. Like, I, I understand journalistic, uh, like, protection, protecting people that give you stuff. I get it. But when all of your talking points come from your high-level sources, and nobody knows who your high-level sources are, I noticed... I noticed him doing it, and I've noticed some other people doing it too. So it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that you, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you said that about him right now. That yeah, yeah, it, you did a little bit more research on him than I did. Yeah, because I, I just wanted to know where all this was coming from, and then anybody that's had like a conspiracy theory, like mm-hmm. I wanted to see like the actual facts of it. Yeah. Like I said, I always wanted to like look at two sides of it, like. Places like the Bilderberg Group, okay, like I, I know I keep talking about them, yeah. like that that is some real shit where people who are both politicians, former politicians, um, uh, former bankers and whatnot, like that shit really does happen where people of influence, you know, come together and make domestic and foreign policy to benefit, you know, their billful. That absolutely does happen. But like these, some of these like outrageous. Uh, conspiracies like reptilians and you know uh, the jews are gonna take over the world like all these crazy things a lot of that is you're relying on people's it's our commentary like as i'll say just as americans i don't know about the rest of the world like where we let other people do the research for us and we kind of just adopt their interpretation if you will of what their research you know got like so just to use an example like our and I with the Denver airport, I believe it's just, you know, just Denver trying to, you know, uh, this is, this is their, your cultural statement here where art, you know, is intrigued by like, okay, this could be like an end time, you know, situation, which, which is plausible. I I, I I think it's an end times doomsday bunker. Yeah. Which is plausible. But, you know, a listener, like listening to art and Jacob, if we, if art and I just came together and said, well, let's just say it's an end time thing, you know, or let's just, just debunk it whereas we have two different you know sides to it 
you know, you're not really learning anything. You're just like, well, I'm going to adopt whatever Art and Jacob are saying right now. Whereas, like, you got to do your own research, look at the facts of the matter, and then, you know, interpret your own way. Kind of like the art that's in the Vatican that Eddie yeah, Bravo is yeah, talking yeah. about, where it's just like, okay, this is this artist rendition of, you know, the death of and resurrection of Jesus. You know, you're seeing Satan right here, whereas, you know, other people are seeing like, oh, okay, this is beautiful art. It's a little dark, but it's beautiful. But, okay, so I get that part of it. But then things like interpreting why the banking system controls everything. Controls everything. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. you know, they were less Money, baby. Ba- basically able to, to say this is when the Great Depression is going to end. We're going to let it. We're going to flex oh, yeah. on you guys and prove to you guys that we, we're like, we're we're gonna like run this country, and that's the that's and, and one of the truths me, I believe. That, that is not an artistic interpretation. No, no, Epstein, I believe I'm with Epstein you on that. Too. Yeah. Epstein too, or uh, I think people are coming to the bottom of a lot of these con- these quote conspiracy yeah. theories that are not like even up for di- interpretation. And yeah. that's why I'm big on the distraction of it all, like the the Beyonces and the Illuminati yeah. and whatnot, because of like what you're talking about, like with the financial thing. It's that real. 2000, yeah, the 2008 you know financial crisis that was very much a very real, real thing. Yeah. You know, two two politicians that were running for president had to stop campaigning to come together and do their you know senate obligations come together to find you know a you know, either a temporary or long-term solution to get you know because the country was fucking falling apart well, we at that just, point we just did an episode on pizza fence and that that's where i really learned that where it's like even though i do fully believe that these people are like drinking kids bloods on epstein mm-hmm. island and shit there's distractions like you're saying mm-hmm. like that to me was a distraction we read the freaking emails yeah and and like very few of them were very sketchy whereas you got actual like child sacrifice altars on Epstein Island and shit. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. Like you really have to do your own research because there are a lot of distractions. You can go down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And, and you, the whole thing too, with like the media, like I know like the left likes to accuse Fox news. And then, you know, people on the right like to accuse CNN of like leading you down this, this rabbit hole or whatever. But at the end of the day, both yeah, there's suck. both sides are corrupted. Man. Both sides yeah. are corrupted. They're going to let these narratives be out there. Like when I was looking up the Bilderberg, um, you know, for example, that was Jake Tapper did like a whole twenty minute segment on CNN about it, and it's just like, hmm. And this was if like you have an agenda. Yeah, and it's just like, hmm. And they're basically he's basically playing up the whole new world order thing, and I'm like, hmm. We said it, you know, on the first episode, like there's not a lot of new world order stuff out there. Why is the quote unquote new world order letting that exist? Exactly. What is the real agenda? And then, like you said, with like the whole financial and central banking thing, it kind of takes you away from thinking that. Like we're just like, okay, they're, they're talking about stuff that's gonna you know rule the world and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm I'm over here you know in fear about the uh, the them taking over the world. Meanwhile, they're taking shit out of my own personal. That's that's why I think it's pocket. funny when when Brian Callen is like. I like to stay informed. I watch both sides of the news. I watch CNN and Fox. I watch them both <laughs> and MSNBC. It's like, okay, so you're just like triply retarded. <laughs> like yeah. You just watch all like the you, shit. You're just getting like, fed. We've yeah. talked about the, and, those. And I watch those too, but I watch them with like a discerning eye. Like what kind of bullshit, uh-huh. what kind of bullshit are they trying to feed me today? Yeah. Like, man, if you think like, like we're do we're doing alternate research all day long on all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. ass websites and, and shit. And you, and you see your opinion start to morph to different yes. a different side, yeah. and you can feel like that internal struggle where you're just like, no, I want to believe this, and then like you start to feel like that belief slip away, and then you're like, 
no, I want to believe that it's not true. Then you like have yeah. like that inner thought where it's like, oh wow, this shit could be true. Or you pick a team. You pick a uh, team. I mm-hmm. want to believe that this isn't true. This is fucking crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, talking about media, we talked about those five hundred missing kids. Five hundred missing kids on any day of the week. That should be front page news. Was that in a day or five hundred one? Uh, it was like in in a three month span. Oh, okay, okay. So, just in DC. Yeah, just in wow. DC. Yeah, and so. You would think that that would make CNN or Fox News front page news. At least some politician yeah. would talk about it. Like that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. and it just like never, and it just fizzled away. Mm-hmm. And even like YouTube and who owns YouTube, and now YouTube is being run by the same people that are running like these Google. big. Yeah, it's like who runs Google and like your web searches. Your web searches are so narrowed down, and like really you have to go to like a dot onion type of thing to get real like. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> but at that point, you're 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 like you're so, playing with fire. You're playing with fire. <laughs> yeah. You got to wear like an actual tinfoil hat on your head. Yeah, but tinfoil boxers, bro. Yeah. What are you talking about? But but it's like it's it's it is it is that to that level of censorship. Like you you what you want what do you want you to see is what you're gonna get in your yes. web searches. What you go on YouTube. What it was a few years ago. I was listening to Sofa King cover this same topic. They were covering, actually, they were covering the Illuminati. And I think Brent is talking about certain, like, YouTube things that you can find on YouTube. That was, like, recorded in, like, 2016. And he's referencing all these things. So I went to go check them out on YouTube. None of them are there. Like, the, all that stuff is gone. Everything Deleted. is yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, look like, up certain things, too. Like, like, when I was looking up, like, Rothschild's conspiracies and whatnot. It'll be like a playlist or whatnot, and like half of the playlist is deleted. Yeah, this is no longer available, and you have and, to go to a third party website. There, if it's there, if you can find, it, if you look up like Crisis Actor, it's like, oh, Crisis, I can't believe that people believe this stuff. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's so one sided, and the, the it wouldn't bother me that much if they just deleted anything with Crisis Actor is out, like nothing you but can't it's find. One sided, but exactly. the fact that it's one sided exactly. really bothers that's me. Why, it gives me skeptical hippo eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but that's why, and I get in trouble for this because I really, really sometimes have the attitude of like, if I get a bad feeling about you or if I just call bullshit in my brain, that's the way I'm going to think about it. And I know that that's a bit ignorant. It's like kind of being proud of ignorance and that's, that's not a good thing. I understand. But I oftentimes do have that attitude in terms of reading people and reading what somebody's telling me as true. And it's, I don't know, maybe I just look into too many conspiracy theories or something, but I really feel like, like you guys are talking about, there's a lot of bullshit that you like have to sift through to get half a truth. Yeah. And so I really feel like, like the, your first line of defense is whatever. Your like, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, you've evolved. Like you're going to have a kid. I'm pretty sure when you have a kid, your senses about who you allow around that kid, you're going to have spidey senses, dude. Oh, like already, the, it's already going that's off. What yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. And, and then your wife or is it going to be 10 times even more than that? Cause you know what I mean? So I really, really do have that belief for some reason. It's a bit ignorant, but I really feel like your first line of defense through all that bullshit on the news and everything is just like critical thinking mm-hmm. and like size up, size up the situation. You know, I do you know and, what too? Like, I mean, you kind of have to live in this world like this because you look at news. I mean, I don't, regularly watch the news just because of that i feel like it's very much because i see my mom fall for that trap she got very um enthralled with fox news and whatnot and then like her family members like (laughs) bullied her out of you know that mindset but um you know where it's not so much like you have like ted koppel saying like 55 people died today in afghanistan due to an airstrike you know like where it's very you know bland and whatnot Mm -hmm. it's not sexy whereas like you like i brought up the um the notion of like watching Tucker Carlson or, you know, Don Lemon, two, two different sides here where it's infotainment, where you're just getting somebody's opinion. And us as Americans, I'll say, you know, we get lazy with that. Like, well, I'm going to side with Don Lemon because you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a liberal 
but I don't feel like doing my own research yeah. right here. Uh, I trust him. You know, that's my initial, um, you know, uh, jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. Or Tucker Carlson, he's saying everything that my pastor is saying. That's right. You know, so it's just like, okay, I'm going to roll with this guy. And, like, that's the danger of, like, the news right now that it's just like, okay, it's lazy – laziness it's lazy be yeah because you're like well i get a good feeling about this guy right here yeah. so i'm just gonna roll whatever he says it's it's like uh it's like in the last democratic debate i forgot who we were talking about this with but they uh they asked bernie if he had told elizabeth warren <laughs> yeah if a woman would never win and he, bernie's like no i never said that the next question was to elizabeth warren and they were like how did you feel when bernie told you that a woman can never win <laughs> it's like man that's so lazy yeah. and it's so blatantly obvious yeah. what you're trying to do with this trying with to the, fuck with him the again, situation yeah. right now like what the fuck like who watches that and goes you know what i think bernie hates women well that like, that whole what? thing like even no. even that that's just fucking that's the jerry springer show exactly. on a larger uh -huh. scale it's it's sad that th these people are are in charge of like life and death situations, and we're treating it as like some like survivor, yeah, survivor. Yeah. Or, like, what's that one show with Regis? I forget. Who wants to be a millionaire? Type of scenario. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially yeah. who wants to be a millionaire, <laughs> yeah. but who wants to be the president? It's kind the of thing. same stage. Is it yeah. weird? Is it weird that in maybe ten <laughs> years or something, like that shit that people like our parents maybe think is real and informative is going to be just known to be bullshit and then people are going to be coming to podcast to find people that actually try to try to do a little bit of research i mean like i feel like in these two podcasts i feel like we did a lot more research than people i'm not saying that everything we say is right because yeah. we go back and forth we don't even know what's right yeah we got but corrected we, by yeah, Freemasons. Yeah. it's like but that we, we don't even agree really on yeah, things but, but but we like tried mm. and i feel like it's just coming to the thing where like they don't try at all and then you go to podcasts or other alternative venues and some of them are at least trying you can tell they're yeah. genuine yeah and i just think like you have to unplug from that like didn't someone just recently buy facebook like it was like another company bought facebook oh, once I don't know. well they probably bought shares in it because oh, it's publicly yeah. traded yeah i think that they must have bought a, a large share of it but I, I thought it was owned by someone else completely but anyways you go on. Oh, it was like after they got into that scandal where like they were rigging the election. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna redo everything." Yeah. But it was like, yeah. like even that. Like you, it was. It's so clickbaity. Everything's just a headline, and like, and that's it. No one really reads the article. Yeah. And like, that's kind of where we are in a society where like lazy. It's extremely lazy. Like no yeah. one's actually going out and doing the research. Yeah. Like these podcasts. Like we talk about how we need breaks from them. Yeah. Because they're so heavy and dense. It's just like puts you in a bad spot it, it puts you in a bad spot but in reality it kind of puts you in a little i don't want to say more enlightened i don't want to like toot my own horn or anything like that but it does like it does put you in a place where like now you know although we don't agree on the denver airport like yeah we i think we can both argue our stances and like not feel like idiots going yeah going right. forward. That's right. be like hey fool you still want to come to the comedy store for me with my birthday like, yeah we're still gonna go it's still <laughs> it's still like um what? But like I see, I see where you're going with it, and I I think you understand where I'm coming from with it. And although we don't agree with it, at least we like actually studied it. Whereas you see people that like on both sides, right? You'll have a, a avid like whatever Hillary Clinton supporter and an avid Trump supporter, and they'll butt heads, and they won't know why. Mm -hmm. Like they'll just fucking. And that was manufactured. That was manufactured. And like Art said last week, it's a it's a part of the same shit sandwich. You know, like yeah. if you we would got Hillary in there. A lot of shit that's going on right now would have <laughs> would have been. I think she likes war more. I kind of think she likes war a, a little lot. bit. Yeah, I think, I think she's. She had no. Yeah. I think she would have no problem like if like starting shit no. with Iran. Whereas like Trump was like 
he pussied out. Like, there's no way around it. That motherfucker pussied out because he he got that warning shot, you know, from them when they they retaliated back, and he kind of pussied out and just said, "Well, it's because Obama did this back in 2008." He does that a lot, right? Like, yeah, I'm, he I'm just he, trying to right the wrongs of the past. He he uh fucking uh passed the buck, if you will. So I mean. Yeah, it's it's manufactured. That's my point. Where it's it's manufactured hate, you know, by the people that are actually in charge of the media, the people that are actually in charge of the banks, the people that are in charge of these special interests. Because when you look at Washington, the way fucking policy gets fucking uh, put through is through these groups, like you know the Bilderbergs or whatnot. It's through groups like even even here domestically. It doesn't even have to be like a secret society. It can be. you know, lobbyists, you know, yes. like the tobacco lobby was huge for yeah. a while. You know, now it's the gun lobby. You know, they're pretty large. Um, big pharma. Big, everything, especially, yeah, big pharma and whatnot. And you look at that and like, that's how, that's how our policy yeah. is being made. You, you talked about the um, Scarelli guy. Yeah. Um, it, like with the, with the whole pharmacy thing, like you go to Canada, my grandma, she went to, she went back home to Canada. Dude, I was just listening, uh, the girl from the pie cast, like we mm-hmm. talked about this, right? We talked about how, like, I thought it was stupid that we're paying like expensive amounts of medicine. Like, it's just ridiculous how much we pay for medicine here over there. It's like seven bucks for your, it's like buying a fucking Twizzlers or something yeah. like that. My grandma, her life was saved by going back home to Canada and uh, she lived a full fucking life where as if she would have stayed in Utah, which is considered like they have excellent medical facilities. Uh-huh. It would have just cost her way too much. And it's not like my grandma was some slouch either. Like she was the fucking head person of a, a shame. of a bank. Like that sounds horrible to say out loud. I like, knew you were. I yeah. knew you're, you're, you're a Rothschild. Dude. I, I, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. No, that's but, a shame, dude. I, I don't know. Like I'm not. All because uh, of lobbyists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's such a shame. I think that. Healthcare is a public good, like firemen are. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to have firemen to rely on, but it's, it's good to have a healthy society. Isn't it correct? weird that people still argue that? Like I, don't I feel think like that's socialist. You know, like how's that socialist? I'm not yeah. a socialist. I like, think because like because because I don't believe that there's one person pulling the strings, but it's whoever has the most clout and money at the time to influence policy. That that's who gets to get these these laws made. Because in my opinion. And, and like I'm, I'm a fucking out there. I'm a Bernie supporter. And, and like you said last week, if we have a healthy society, and l- let me put, let me be an Illuminatiist for a minute here. Yeah. If you have a healthy society and everybody you know is good and fit or whatever, they're putting more money into the economy. Yeah. They're making Jeff Bezos yeah. a little bit. But more they're also rich. not buying medicine. Yeah, yeah they're but not, they're not, they're not, buying, not medicine. buying medicine. Exactly. <laughs> you guys got a CBD sponsor, huh? Yeah. You guys got a CBD sponsor, right? And and like. Up until a while ago, people thought that that was like drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. And now they realize that it's like, no, it's a pretty good little like anti-inflammatory or whatever. Mm-hmm. It does like a lot of good things. Well, it, like what? Like, you know, yeah, better it, than it's, a super, it's super cheap yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, the whole like Martin Scorelli thing is like that guy, you know, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm defending him, but he did what he was supposed to do. Like he has stockholders that rely on him mm-hmm. to maximize profits, which mm-hmm. he did. To the point where he took a $7 pill and raised it up to $700, which is, you know, that's his job. Like, it sounds evil, but that mm-hmm. was his job. He 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 could go to jail if he didn't max, if he wasn't doing his... That's true, you know, right? Literally, that's he true. could, yeah. He that's could true. go to jail if he didn't maximize it. Yeah. 
So um, he also has the Hidden Wu Tang album. Yeah, he does. He has the one copy of it. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's cool though. Even <laughs> RZA doesn't even have that. Yeah. A, a part of me is kind of like he's kind of cool, but then he's like, oh, he's kind of a douche. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I just think he's the same as a lot of other people in those yeah. positions. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, but yeah, he's just he's basically just like it's one it's not to dumb it down, but it's like don't hate the player, hate the game. That's and it. that's really what it is. Oh, no, that's like that's a good. It's, quote it's like right the there. game itself is like set up for a lot of people to lose. Like yeah. more than likely, the system is set up for you. To and lose. the bankers always win. Yeah. The international mm-hmm. bankers always win. Yeah. I mean, they're on both sides of every war since the beginning I mean, of time. I mean, I mean, yeah. So, so there's people that always win, and they're the ones that have their hands in both sides of the. Yep. Pot. E- even religion has that too you know what i'm saying like i said with the vatican they have their own bank and they did the same fucking strategy yeah, yeah, as well you know which is yeah. crazy because these are supp- this is supposed to be your moral compass you yeah. know and this is what's supposed to drive you to <laughs> did you guys ever, uh look into the rothschilds funding hitler you guys, yeah you guys i saw look that. into that i only looked into it a little bit but then like i guess there's that famous hitler quote where he says like the gods of war have chosen the other side or whatever and like he started losing the war after that because mm-hmm. he lost funding from the Rothschilds mm-hmm. and so it's like he invaded um, when he annexed Austria or something like that like that there was, that was one of the families and whatnot so he, he probably pissed off that one oh, the, the, yeah. the biggest ransom ever recorded yeah. was a Rothschild yeah the Nazis found him and they're like oh shit nice so they they ransomed him off for like I don't know how many million it was a ridiculous yeah it was like <laughs> 380 million like in today's yeah, like currency yeah yeah it was fucking Pay crazy yeah. yeah fucking crazy but I don't know do you guys have anything nah, else I think we've <laughs> I think we've done a lot Fuck. We are at the. We are, at, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the two-hour mark I have here. Documents. Yeah, I have we're the just documents. getting started here. Yeah. My folks, sources say, folks, you're gonna want to go to. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. My sources. <laughs> My sources say that we have covered four hours of the New World Order. It's a good topic, man. It's it's a really interesting topic, and it's like, no matter how you feel about it, it could be total bullshit. And according to YouTube, it is all bullshit. But mm-hmm. like, it's infinite. Just. Dude, we've done four hours on this, and I feel like we've only scratched the yeah. surface of it. Like, everything like I set out to look at and be like, okay, we're going to go in-depth on this group, we still only scratched the surface. I would love to do an episode on the Federal Reserve, just because mm-hmm. I thought that was the most interesting thing. The fact that they're... It feels like that they're kind of like the puppet masters of the world, like, mm-hmm. whether your country's doing well or not. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, the the way we trade... Our, our money, basically, is backed by oil. That's what backs it now. And you cannot trade oil on the global market unless it's through U.S. dollars. I wonder if that'll change, though, right? I wonder. I wonder if maybe the Chinese isn't that one of the conspiracy theories that the Chinese want to want that that global currency to change mm-hmm. from the dollar, well, and then we Zeitgeist then, Zeitgeist wants it to be um, Zeitgeist puts it out there that you know you, you already have the euro, right? And at one point you're going to have the Amero, and then you're going to have the the African, the Africano, whatever. The Amero is like not that far off from actually happening. Mm-hmm. Like at least for the United States, Mexico, and Canada, mm-hmm. like that's something that we could probably see in our lifetime. Yeah, and then China will have its own thing, and then eventually that all conglomerates, and it's all it's called gradualism, where eventually yeah. all these like currencies that are starting to you know form as yeah. one, you know the euro with the barrel and whatnot all these will just start to just form as one and it'll just be one world economy which the globalist like when you talk to Alex Jones that that's what basically that would is we reference the globalist I know four hours in this is the first time we're talking about at the end so we apologize guys but like I said like Art just said every single one of these things that we brought up will probably be a topic you know 
within the next 10 years of the R and Jake Do America podcast because this podcast is only going to grow. Maddie is officially a part of the family. We did the whole Don Corleone (laughs) thing where he had to kiss Art's hand. I had to jack off (laughs) in the coffin. (laughs) He did. (laughs) And then I made him clean it up because your boy doesn't run a fucking dirty ship over here. So, um, Maddie, thank you for jacking off in the jack off corner. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. (laughs) I look forward to having you back for many more episodes. (laughs) Um, is there anywhere um, anybody can find you? Where, where can the globals, globalists find you at? I only have Instagram, and I forget the... the, the just look for the most button. handsome man in the world's yeah. face, and then you'll find him. Yeah, just find the Art and Jacob <laughs> Instagram, and then I'll be on there sharing their stuff. There you go. Right there, <laughs> baby. So, Art, where, where can they find you at? Find me at robots versus robots at Instagram.com. Actually, don't find me. I don't want... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't... I'd rather not deal with you people. <laughs> But you can deal with me, and I am at all the handles at Art and Jacob Do America, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or whatever. Um, except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Insert fucking ridiculous cheesy uh, steak sauce reference right here. Um, also, find us on Podbelly.com, where you can listen to a bunch of great podcasts there. Um, for the most part, they do like parent. There's a lot of paranormal podcasts there. I think us, Sofa King, and we're not sure yet. We're probably within the same vein. Uh, so check out those podcasts as well as, you know, Hillbilly Horror Stories, uh, Ectoplasm. Uh, what else is on there? All Things Star Wars. There, there's a bunch of great podcasts there as well as in the podcast directory. Uh, shout out, you know, to all those podcasts. Hopefully we do some more collaborations with them. Uh, you can check me out on um, We're Not Sure Yet. I did an episode with them recently. So check that out. They did some fucking hilarious uh, album, cart, album art cover with my actual facebook profile picture which is me like trying to get the sword out of the sword in the stone and i have like a fucking uh motorhead t-shirt on and like mickey mouse ears <laughs> and whatnot it's funny as shit with our logo and whatnot so check that out that's that was a really fun episode we need to do an epi- a fun episode like that after a heavy ass topic like this so hopefully we can talk about some 90 day fiance yeah, <laughs> with yeah. them i'm definitely gonna get you on that like yeah. when we do that i'm definitely getting oh, you man. on that like we're gonna talk about george and ambisa fucking um all that shit dude um what's her name angela and michael the girl that um, oh she's the nigerian guy yeah and the, and the chick from georgia Not yeah chick, she's like 50 I, i'm a tax paying yeah. me yeah oh, <laughs> God, she took him like trump underwear and stuff when she went to visit him she literally oh, like oh, sorry, sorry i digress <laughs> <But> <laughs> if you're not sold I'll check it out I'll you weren't sold then you're sold now but um, i will watch it Anyways, guys, subscribe, rate, review, all that good shit. But until next time, everybody, next week, I promise, we'll be more lighthearted. But until then, have a good night, everybody. Yeah, good night.